everybody. Welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. I'm Chris. I'm Nick. And this week, we almost talk about Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. We, 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 we like, I'm not going to lie, this is a lengthy episode. Well, at least it was lengthy pre-edit. Um, yeah. We got maybe, like, I'll say we, we got, like, a good 40% of the episode dedicated to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. We went off the rails real fucking hard. Yeah, but in an, hopefully in an entertaining way. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I, I sure had a, a great time recording it. Um, and again, I, we say this, pro, you know, repeatedly on the show. We don't get away from the movie because we didn't like it. Because we, we loved this movie. We thought it was great. There's just a lot of things around this movie that let us off the fucking rails. Yeah. I mean, like, quite frankly, like, the, the amount of, like known actors at least now in this movie like at the, at the time you know if we were in this movie at the time it, it's astounding like it's, yeah. it's really crazy yep um so i hope you enjoy it here we go we're talking about abraham lincoln vampire hunter on big dumb monsters enjoy the show Not sober already. We may have made a slight tactical error. <laughs> um, basically, we did the after podcast part of the podcast before the podcast this week. We certainly did. Yeah, yeah. Um, normally, as we record, like we're just you know just kind of grooving into things, like you know just having our first drinks, like. Yeah, no, we, we decided to chill out. We were watching some UFC. We um, we ate an entire box of Fryhofer's cookies in yeah. a oof, record time. R- roughly five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I am thinking about going after those crumbs. Um, yeah. I'm sure you could hoover them, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, so if anybody else wants to send us anything besides Bartesian pods, uh, Fryhofer's cookies is the way to go. That's the one. Saying. That or Oreos. Yeah. One of the two. Uh, I, golden Oreos. I... I I'm a fan of those also. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here. Here. Fryover's Double stuff, please, only. I don't want your garbage <laughs> single stuffed Oreos. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Double stuff Oreos, Fryover's cookies, peanut M&M's. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Thank you. That's all I want. Yeah. Oh, man. If you see us at a con, please bring us those things. Yeah. Yeah. Bag of peanut M&M's and a Super Nintendo, and it's like 1994 <laughs> all over again. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we're talking about uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You know why? Because that's right. This is our President's it's Day. President's episode. Day, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And we're here to honor holidays. You know, it's important to honor these holidays. Although I was thinking today, we're gonna have a real tough time honoring President's Day next year. <laughs> <laughs> we can find some. No, ah, oh, yeah, we can find something. I, there's an there's an Abraham Lincoln zombie hunter movie which is like the ripoff of this. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it already. Yeah, <laughs> or Zombie Killer, I think is the name of it. Fuck that. <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't think we have any George Washington based horror. I don't think so. And those are really the only two that we care about on President's Day. 
Yeah, I mean, we have plenty of real life horror from the presidents. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll just watch JFK. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fucking monstrous. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, we don't even need to describe the synopsis of this movie because it's pretty much all there. It's in, in the, the title. In the title, yeah. Uh, it's Abraham Lincoln, except if there were vampires and he was like relentlessly tracking them down. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... Uh, man, it's hard to describe this movie in terms that don't sound really fucking stupid. Well, well Because yeah. this movie is kind of really fucking stupid. But it's so fun. Yeah, yeah, it's I, so I, uh, fun. I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie today. Like no joke. <laughs> I uh, I saw this when it first came out. Yeah, and I I, I did not like it. I, uh, well, I will get to why I didn't like it. Um, but this morning when I was watching it, I'm like this, I almost texted you to say like I am really enjoying this movie, but I didn't want to like yeah. talk about podcast shit before the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should also mention that this is based off of the book Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yes, which came out. Um, I want to say is it, it had to be like two thousand eight or nine or ten around there. Yeah. When, when like there was like a a, a short brief period uh, where this dude was just cranking out books. Like, oh, the 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 early like the mid aughts. Maybe it was were, farther back then. Were like just rife with anachronistic fiction. Like, yeah, it was so good. Uh, Seth Graham Smith was the guy though who like kind of like set it all in motion like the you know the the three big books were uh, this was the third one Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter which uh, the best in my opinion I've only read two of them though. I haven't read any of them uh, so, to my shame this is a fucking good book is it really it's 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 like his diary like I guess you know that was released as a book at some point like Abraham Lincoln's diary yeah but they just like weave in the story of vampires. Yeah, and like it's I I liked it. That's why I didn't like this movie because I liked the book so much. Oh, really? Like it's really good. Um, what were the other two that he wrote? Uh, there was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which I read like half of. Oh no, no, this wasn't the same guy, was yeah. it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah okay, because yeah. there was a bunch of those. That's and that's what I was talking about. Liz. Yeah, the, the big three were that one, uh, those two, and then Sense, Sensibility, and Sea Monsters. There was also Little Women and Werewolves. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think those he had a, were the, he had a whole, Seth Graham Smith He ones. had a whole Jane Austen, like, kick. I, it, yeah, I think it might have just been the trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those were the original three. Yeah. And then there were plenty of ones, like, who like, just played on that riff. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was the same guy. Yeah, because I remember yeah. those coming out, and I was like, these are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, like, it is a really good book, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I mean, like... To the point where I gave it to my dad to read, and he enjoyed it. Like he was, this is a good. Like he, he like read the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. This is our second, our second week in a row of a movie based on a book. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I did. I did not read Warm Bodies though. Me neither. Yeah, I, I, I probably will eventually. It's it's, the premise is solid enough for me to want to go back to it. I like. I don't know if I'm just getting dumber as I'm getting older, or like I'm just getting more used to like just having screens in front of me. But it is like. It's hard to read. It is a Herculean effort to read a book for me at this point. Yeah. Uh, I used to be able to read a book in like three days. Like, no joke. Like, a fucking... Dude, I've been reading uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. And I... it's really great. Every time I sit down to read it, I love it. It's only like 200 pages. Yeah. I've been working on it for like a month. Yeah. I, I read that back in that period when I was just tearing through books. Yeah. Um, and like the last book book I read was... Um, Ready Player Two, and that was like in the first winter of the pandemic. 
Yeah, a frustrating fucking book. <laughs> it really was. Uh, that first one was brilliant. I'm spoil a bunch of shit for that book right now. Do it. I, uh, yeah. Do it. Spoilers for Ready Player Two. I, like, on paper, I really should have enjoyed a giant, like, battle royal featuring different versions of Prince. Yeah. But yeah. I, it was so fucking disappointing. It like, really was. Like, that was really the big thing of the book. Because, like, the first, the climax of the first book with, like, this giant fucking battle with, like, you have, like, Voltron. Everything. Fucking, yeah. yeah. Like, the Voltron, like, lions, like, going after fucking, like, Mechagodzilla. Like, yeah. And, like, Gundams and shit. Like, holy... Like, you can't top that. And, like, you, like Prince is how you're going to top that? Really? I mean, it was... I can't say that I didn't enjoy the book, but I didn't enjoy the fact that he felt the need to shoehorn in an 80s reference every paragraph. Yeah. Like, it was it got too, too much. Too dependent on the, yeah, on the nostalgia. Yeah, like... And I love that first book, man. That was such a uh, good book. It was so refreshing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But the, this this one is just like it was rehashed, and not as well done. Like the the execution wasn't there. I don't think his heart was in it. I think this felt more like a uh, yeah. Like I they, don't want to say a cash grab, but like it was right there, man. They straight up turn uh, Percival into like a villain, fucking for the like, majority of the book. I don't mind that. Like that's a cool <laughs> like turn. Like that like that worked. Yeah. For me, anyway, but the the amount of like subpar referential material was just not needed yeah I, like i really like uh, like the, the like the prince thing is the thing that really sticks in my mind i think he really thought that was going to like blow people away yeah and it was just like mm, like that was that's how you follow up like this giant battle featuring all of pop culture like yeah. history like, like and it was it was written well ish like but I, don't, I love the idea of it. Yeah, all the different eras of Prince was great. Like it, mini boss, like make that a mini boss. Yeah, not like the main thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and then like the whole thing with like the like the robots and like going off into space like in their own fucking like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> <laughs> like I realize this is all just set up for book three, which is like another like kind of reason that I felt like kind of ripped off like I yeah. feel like this is just like this is like half a story I feel like yeah the low five needs their own story like if yeah that's what I said at the time that's the fucking book I wanted to read yeah. I don't know what's going on with them yeah like they they set up these amazing characters they just disappear for the end of the book and then they reappear and then like all immediately die don't they yeah. <laughs> if I remember correctly I don't mm, I don't remember oh <sighs> But yeah, that's probably going to be book three, like their their tale. Yeah, like that was the book I wanted to read. I wanted yep. to read the story of the Low Five. Yeah. Do you hear us? Uh, whatever your name is, I, I don't remember. Uh, Klein, something. Yeah, Andrew Ernest Klein? Klein. Ernest Klein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us that story. Get on your shit for book three, man. Like, yeah. You can do better than Seven Princes. Like, <laughs> fuck. So disappointing. Yeah. Do better. You, be better. It's all right. You mecha Godzilla fighting the Voltron <laughs> lions, and you, you like. <sighs> you don't screw the pooch. Yeah. Anyway, back anyway. to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, a, a notably mecha Godzilla less movie. Yeah, uh, the old man yelling at clouds segment is over. <laughs> um, this but, movie is so fucking dumb and lovable. 
It's it's yeah. absurd. It like none of this should be working, and it, yet it does. <laughs> it was it was I was surprised by how much I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I was also surprised by like how many notable actors are in this movie. Like people yeah. who weren't so known at the time, but are like very popular. became very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially Dominic Cooper. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, I When I was watching this, like, there were two... There's two ways you could have gone about this movie. There's this way, where they just play everything completely straight. Like, don't lean into the... Just to the, like, absurd nature of the thing. Yep. And then there's, like, another way I think they could have gone, which maybe would have worked maybe, like better. Maybe it wouldn't have, depending on, like, who was in charge of it. Yeah, where it leans into the absurdity, it leans into like a more comedic aspect, like not a straight out like slapstick comedy, but like give me some the, jokes every like now the and then. the like, wink and the nod kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, like this is like straight up fucking ridiculous. Like it's Abraham Lincoln killing vampires, like goofy ass Abraham Lincoln. Um, and it like you know they 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 do a good job. They play it completely straight in this movie but I think I kind of want to see like the like the like the Shaun of the Dead version of this movie like, I don't think know. I do really I think this works because it's so straight um it lends a little bit of believe like there's obviously no believability about yeah, yeah. Abraham Lincoln fighting vampires but as believable as it could be is only because they played it straight. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, that might be why it works. Like, it could be a more entertaining film if it's, like, goofy and and kind of leans into the joke. Yeah. I don't I don't think it would have worked as well. I, yeah, like, I don't want, like, Deadpool levels of comedy where we're, like, you know, winking at the screen and like, oh, yeah, shit yeah. like that. But, like, I think there could have been a very lighthearted version of this. Um... Yeah, there could have been because this is a, like the overall tone of this movie. It's a grim fucking movie. It's yeah. dark as shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the book itself is pretty grim. Like Abraham life is Abraham life. Abraham yep. Lincoln's life is pretty grim. Like overall, it really was. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis played him in that in the movie? Yeah, uh, I keep meaning to watch that movie. I've never seen it. Yeah, I heard it's phenomenal. It's Daniel Day Lewis, like yeah. yeah, he's amazing. My my dad loved that movie, and, and my dad is. A uh, big fan of Abe Lincoln, anyway. All right. Just like a kind of a weird fact about my father, his favorite president <laughs> is Abe, Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> More of a Teddy Roosevelt fan myself, but <laughs> guy like know. drinking and shooting shit. Like, I do not <laughs> fucking love that. Like the fucking bull moose, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I totally forgot where I was going. Uh, it doesn't matter. Abraham Lincoln. No, no, it did matter. Damn it. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the seriousness of the film, the the grim tone, grim movie. Abraham Lincoln. Grim Abraham life. Abraham Lincoln's life was fucking gross and dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, oh, right. Well, fuck it. That's why we drink after the podcast. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse. Anyway, me. we keep we keep talking about anything but Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. Uh, but not I, I, this pissed me off. Did it really? I loved it. I mean, it's a cool looking scene, but like, it's the scene where uh, what's his name, Henry, Dominic Cooper's character, Henry. Henry. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right after he first uh, uh, meets Abraham, and like, he's kind of like, you know, they kind of they're kind of just getting to know each other. He knows he's you know a vampire hunter. He's doing the training montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, why don't you just you know 
chop this tree down in, in one chop. They should have done that later in the montage. Yeah. I think. Because it's just like, he just says to a dude off the street, like, hey, just chop this tree down in one chop. Which he does, but there's no explanation for why he's that strong. Like, Well, he's a rail splitter. He said it right there. I'm yeah. a, well, I'm a pretty good rail splitter. Yeah, yeah. And then he's using his hate and anger to, uh, <laughs> he's like a Sith Lord, to uh, Im- imbue himself with power. This scene I loved when he's he's teaching him how to fight in the dark. He's oh be- yeah, yeah. Beats the ever loving fuck out of him, and then Abe closes the door because he's not done. <laughs> I love the fact that he fights with the axe like that's so. Oh, it's cool. so good. Yeah, he he's giving him all these guns. You know, like uh, how about the blunderbuss and the this rifle? It's got like fucking six barrels on. It. He's like, I didn't do too well with guns. Let's just go with an axe. You know, it's like the <laughs> most silver coated prim- axe, primitive fucking bullshit ever. It's so rad. <laughs> it appeals to my inner D and D barbarian player. Yeah. Oh god, I miss playing D and D. It's so good. I do it every Friday. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you so hard. <laughs> oh. Um. But yeah. Oh, by the way, if anybody wants to get a hold of Chris for uh, playing online D and D. Do the thing. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. He's, he's desperate. I mean, withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I, I fucking, this was such a good movie. This was such a good watch. Like, yeah. This is, like, zero substance. Yeah. Not a ton of filler, but, like. It's a good, it's a good cable movie. Like, you don't need to see the whole thing. You can just pop in when you need to. Yeah, because there's cool shit. There's cool shit happening like all the time in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, some of the things I will ding it for were like there's some there's some fucking some sketchy CGI. Oh, for sure. Yeah, specifically the like the stampede scene, like yeah, <laughs> like some of the CGI and it, it is... the transformation scenes were were sketchy at best. Yeah. Yeah, I could have used a little bit more like practicality, like with the vampires, like yeah. a little bit more practical effects. Yeah, you don't have to just rely on CG, guys. Like, yeah, like I like that they look different. They're not just like you know fangs. They're just like this mouthful of fucking teeth. And, like, yeah, yeah, know? it was cool, but and but like you could tell like anytime they had like the black veins going on, that was all CG. They wouldn't just fucking draw shit on the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, also. <laughs> The most unrealistic thing in this entire movie, aside from the vampires, aside from the president killing vampires, um, the fact that when he first goes on the date with with Mary Todd, yeah, she goes to kiss him and she steps up on his hat. Yeah, no hat is holding an entire human. I don't care how small she is. No, she's little, but yeah. that, that hat is not that strong. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I've said it before, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I fucking chef kiss. Yeah, I like great actress. She is in some like fucking amazing. Have you ever seen the season of Fargo that she was in? No. I just watched that show. That was also like beginning of the pandemic, uh, like the first summer of the pandemic. So that's probably like twenty twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it feels bad, man. Yeah, it's two years ago at this point. Jesus fucking Christ! Yep. It feels like honestly, it feels like six months ago. <laughs> oh, it does really it? Does. Yeah. Um, but I, it was, um, it was the third season of Fargo, the TV show. Okay. Um, it's her and, uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, who the fuck else? Who is also Chef Kiss Good. Yeah, yeah. 
he is like a sleazy like car salesman. Uh, he has like a twin brother, and I want to say like his brother gets murdered. Uh, she's like his girlfriend, like mistress. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. She's fucking great in it. Um. I mean, she's well. We're I'm I'm jumping the gun already, but we'll we'll talk about more what she's in later on. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I I uh, fucking yeah dig her. Uh. Yeah. I mean, if I have to ding this movie for for stuff, it's I I don't know. Like I can't. It's hard to ding this movie on a lot of stuff because I know what they were doing. Yeah. Like, I know what they were going for, and they executed it perfectly. It's not a great movie, like, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, no, like, yeah it's not hauling like, any you know, Academy like, Awards. Yeah, like, the acting is decent. The action is great. I mean, yeah, like like you were saying, the CGI is, like, sketchy. In, in certain places, the story could use some work too. There's like some like the that's why I think I like the book a lot more because it's a complete story of his life. Like it's just yeah. from start to finish. Where there's that big time jump in the middle of this movie, where he goes from being a young man to being like 50 years old all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. And plus, like, the movie. Well, I think that that time gap was supposed to just be Abraham Lincoln's regular life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. I think I want to say it's been it's been holy whenever this book came out, probably like yeah. This movie's what, like 2012, so the book is probably like 2010 at the earliest. Yeah. Um, you know, so 12 years ago. Uh, he, I don't remember if he puts if he like stops hunting vampires like he does. I want I want to say like he talks about it, like you know he doesn't do it quite as often. Yeah. Um, but one thing they did I think a lot better in the book than they did in the movie. In the movie, where he's like killing these vampires, it's really like a quick montage. Yeah. Where he's just like, oh, yeah, I've killed five or six vampires at this point. I could have used more of that. Yeah. Like, I wanted to book, see him I wanted to see him fail on a couple of them. Yeah. It's much more detailed in the book where he's, like, getting his ass kicked a couple of times. Like, yeah. Like, you know, shit like that. Like, it's, it, like, you know, where he, it's more like him, like, you know, he used to, like, investigate people. Like, it's not just, like, you know, just going to kill vampires. It's a lot more yeah. detailed. And, like, I, I wish they would have given us more of that. Definitely could have used it. Yeah. 100%. I, I agree with you there. Um, yeah, you don't really see him, like, build a lot of the relationships that he has with people in this movie either. Yeah, it's just like he meets these people and then all of a sudden they're his friend. Like, yeah, you know? everybody loves each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, I feel like it does so gloss that, over a lot of stuff. Yeah, that that could have been built on a little bit more. I, I don't remember how long this movie is. I think it's a buck forty. It could have used more time. I like it didn't feel long. Yeah, you make this two. You could easily have made this a two-hour movie, even like a two fifteen. I would say. Yeah, like, would be like that'd be like stretching it, but like that'd be that'd be good. Like because you could add in a lot of like historical stuff, a lot of more, a lot more detail. Yeah, because like as much as it is just kind of an action flick with with some horror elements, I could have used more character. Yeah, like it was. What we have here is. Very enjoyable, uh, but yeah, I think I could have used more of the character development. Like, there was enough to keep the whole thing going. Yeah. Like, it's it moves very fast, even if it's almost two hours long. Uh, it de- it definitely doesn't feel like it. Um, another thing I like in the book, he talks more about like his weapons and stuff, like the shit that he designs and builds, like to fight vampires. Like, yeah, like he's got an axe, and then they cover it in silver. Silver, and then all of a sudden, it's also a gun. Yeah, the shotgun axe, <laughs> which I will say they ripped off in uh, Agents of Shield. 
Oh, uh, did they really? Yeah, yeah. Which was like it was it was the same concept but executed differently. This is more this is more of an axe shotgun. Where in Agents of Shield it was a shotgun axe, like okay. mostly a shotgun with basically like an axe bayonet of like mixed to it. Yeah, <laughs> I, there is a there is a historical basis for that. Um, during you know like the the Revolutionary War era, um, Native Americans would actually attach like a, a almost like a almost like a dagger to the butt end of the gun. Right. And turn it into like a like a twofold weapon. Yeah, so yeah. like they could they could really do damage with either That's end of the fucking, fucking good thing. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. I think I think they might have had those in the Patriot. They might have had a couple of those. That's a movie I haven't seen in a long time. Also a really good movie. American Revolutionary Braveheart? Yeah, yeah. it's fucking great. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same movie. <laughs> it's exactly the fucking same. <laughs> it's the same they changed movie. the setting. They just moved from one end of the Atlantic to the other. <laughs> like, it's really the same movie. I love them both. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, I mean, obviously I love Braveheart more because it is the superior film because it's Scottish. Um, <laughs> if it isn't it's Scottish, it's crap. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Scott's what? Hey, <laughs> I, uh, I that's like that's it is a seriously underrated movie, The Patriot. Oh fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's weird that like not as many people remember The Patriot as they do Braveheart because they're both they're Mel Brooks directed and starring. The plot is basically the same. They're both uh, super fucking violent. I think you mean uh, Mel Gibson. What did I say? Mel Brooks. Did I really? <laughs> A Mel Brooks-directed Braveheart would be amazing! Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know I needed that until right now. He needs to direct that before he dies. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's alcohol for you. Oh, yep. God, Mel, I love Mel Brooks. Mel Gibson is what I meant. <laughs> Good God. Oh. Hey, let me turn my uh, phone to silent instead of vibrate. Silencio! Silence... Uh, oh god, Mel Brooks's Braveheart. Fuck yeah. Oh god. Amazing. He I really would be that. shooting fireballs out of his arse. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! Oh man, I love Mel Brooks. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. Anyway, but again, we <laughs> we're talking about anything but a rambling and vampire hunter. Alright, so ensemble cast. Yeah, I mean, like, the cast of this movie, like, if you were making this movie today, like, your casting alone is probably going to cost you more than $100 million. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they got some underrated talent at the time. Yeah, for sure. And then, since then, they have, they have gone on to be fucking great. Um, oh, man. If I got to rate this movie, 1 through 10... Realistically, and like based on just quality of the film, we could do movie, movie, and then just funness of this movie. Okay, movie, movie, six. Yeah, that's that's honestly right where because I've been like sliding up and down all day. Well, that sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking gross, Chris. <laughs> um, like when I was watching it, I'm like, ah, oh, give it a seven point five. 
Yeah, give us a <laughs> no, I'm down to a six. Uh, so yeah, like uh, sorry, but yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Like for the like, if you're just we're we're judging a movie. If we're going on like the the Siskel and Ebert kind of scale, six, six, yeah, yeah. five, five, six, maybe. Yeah. Um, like I can you know the Steve, this bad CGI is bad CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, like lack of practical effects. Story could use a little bit of work, I think maybe. Um, it could have been reworked. They yeah. Could, they could have put more. Like yeah, a little little more character development, maybe a little less zombie or uh, vampire killing. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, but like, see, I don't know. I don't know if I want less vampire killing or less like less haphazard, not like detailed vampire killing. Basically, okay. Yeah, you I, know, get I want to see from. more of what goes like of what's what going goes into what know, goes like, into the kill. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. planning, yeah. You know. Yeah, planning would be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go like movie, movie scale. Six. Weirdo, like, fun people who listen to this show scale. It's fucking eight. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm right there also, yeah. I Because like, I was thinking, that, like, dude, if I rate this an eight, am I going way too high? Yeah. But it's a fun, enjoyable movie. It's so fun. Yeah. I really did not like this when it came out because I was comparing it so hard to the book. But now, like, it's being removed from, you know, so far removed from the book, that story. Yeah. I really dug this story a lot. It's just... mm. It's Saturday. Like, this is Saturday in a fucking nutshell, man. Yeah. Just, it is what it is. Like, you're not here for a history lesson, like... I think that's, I think that's what the fucking scale is gonna be now. So it's like movie, movie, like Siskel Ebert scale... And then like it's Saturday scale. Yeah, I think you're right on that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Again, and, and not everything is gonna fall into like this one and this one. So like. Yeah, there are times when it's just straight up. You can give it a one one rating. But, yeah. Yeah. But this one, I think it's just so absurd, and it's in what we're actually seeing that it it can fall into both of those scales. And. God damn, I love this fucking movie. <laughs> it, it it is nowhere near my favorite vampire movie. Mm. It's not even near my favorite vampire hunter movie. Like I am I am loath to admit that Vampire Masquerade Bloodline 2 is still on my wish list for Steam. I don't know if I play I I played one of those games. The one that's like set in London where you like the doctor. Is it the first one? That's Vampire. Yes. That's not Vampire the Masquerade. Vampire the Masquerade oh, okay. uh, was... Those are the, the video games based on the tabletop role-playing game. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's the last one I played. That's a pretty good game. Vampire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. V-A-M-P-Y-R? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That game is hard as shit. Yeah. And, like, it, it did, like... How you play it depends on how hard it gets, too. Yeah. Which I really like, too. If you straight up just go around killing people, like, the game's gonna get fucking hard. Actually, that that makes the game easier because you level up faster. Yeah, yeah, If you don't yeah. kill anybody, which is the way I was doing it because apparently I'm, like, fucking lawful good when it comes to video games. I'm the same way. Yeah, like, you are <laughs> underpowered as hell. Like, I, I feel guilt. Like, yeah. Over killing video game characters. Yep. Like. Uh, my first playthrough of... Uh, we're way onto fucking crapshoot territory yeah, right now. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, um, my first playthrough of Red Dead Redemption 2... Yeah. I was so good. Paragon, like, the whole way. 
And then my second playthrough, not even my second playthrough, like I just went back to it to try to get like achievements and and uh, uh, like fill out the um, uh, what the fuck do they call them? Like wh- where you get like a bandit level, blah blah blah, oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or uh, those things. I was such a bastard. Like I was killing everybody just to try to make ends meet and get money and get those uh, achievements. <laughs> I felt so bad. It's like <laughs> this. This is not cool. <laughs> um, I was the same way in those uh, those infamous games for like PS2 and PS3. Those were good games too. Were they? Um, where you're like like the superhero type of character, you can either be like good or you can be bad. Yeah. And like yeah, I was always like I did play through as the bad guy. I think in the first one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm usually always the gun guy. I'm, same thing with uh, Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Kotor started all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only played that. Like I played the app version of that. I never played that like on, on console or. Oh anything. really? Yeah, yeah, or a computer. Really good games. Anyway, um, I guess it's time to move on to trivia. But before we forget, we just need a good vampire game. I want a good vampire game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. I was just saying, like ten minutes ago, as, <laughs> as, as, as fucking like horny and like as cornball as they were, I like those blood raid games because they were like so violent and you could just fucking chomp dudes' necks and fucking slice them up. Yeah. <laughs> I I never played any of those, and I also never watched the movies because. I have yeah. some standards. Yeah, I've never seen the movies, but I I worked at a video store when those came out, so I could rent them like for free, basically. I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to trivia. Not to bother with trivia. I used to think they were kind of trivial. Uh, let's see here. Benjamin Walker, uh, the man who played the part of Abe uh, trained to be able to do a lot of his own stunt work with the axe All which right. is great awesome. he was like flinging that shit around like doing like the Conan like yeah like sword like swinging yeah. I did I did like that they they kind of made a martial arts style about swinging a wood axe around <laughs> just a fucking big ass axe yep uh, the scene where President Lincoln works at the large Oval Office desk while his son Willie plays with toys beneath it is based on an iconic photograph of President John F. Kennedy and his son, uh, oh, yeah. John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, I know the picture, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's depressing. <laughs> All those people are dead. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, here. technically, all of those people are dead, like from this era. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, his kids. I mean, JFK dead, Jr. shouldn't be dead, and if you're a oh, part of QAnon, true. he's very much alive. Yeah, he's apparently going to be vice president. In, yeah, in a couple of years. those people are completely unhinged. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Walker promoted the film in character for armed services personnel aboard the USS Abraham Lincoln, an aircraft carrier named for the historical president that he plays. Ooh, that's how, like that feels like a little cringy. Like, it's it's cringy. Yeah, but it depends on what they did while he was there. If like if he was just up on stage giving a speech, lame. If they had him like fighting zombie or fighting vampires <laughs> fighting and shit, vampires on the deck of an aircraft. That is the most American <laughs> thing I have ever heard in my life. Uh, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today we're gonna have uh, uh, an Abraham Lincoln actor uh, fighting some vampires. 
uh, on the deck of the USS Abraham Lincoln. There uh, we go. <laughs> Here I am to wreck you like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking swinging the axe around and shit. Uh, listen, hold on. If you're going to be that American, you are not playing the Scorpions. That's true, yeah. You are yeah. playing Ted Nugent. Stranglehold is playing. <laughs> Maybe some Skinner. Like, <laughs> Ooh, that smell. <laughs> Holy shit. That, like, Blue Angels flying over. <laughs> oh, that needs to be a thing. <laughs> Fucking Robbie and Evil doing mo- motorcycle stunts. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, I just, like... It's like the state fair on a fucking air, aircraft carrier. We've been asking for a lot of things in this episode. <laughs> I'm going to... Look, I'm going to right now... I'm going to disqualify everything we've ever asked for like, before this. If somebody out there can animate this for us, please, Jesus, I want this. I need it. <laughs> Tom! <laughs> Oh God! Holy shit! I want that. Oh, so my face badly. hurts. <laughs> oh Jesus! Whew. Okay. Oh. So the screenplay for this film was featured in the 2010 Blacklist, a list of the "quote unquote" most liked unmade scripts of the year. Yeah, yeah. I believe that 100. percent Like, I bet you. A million people read this script and like, this is amazing. We are not fucking making this at yeah. all, ever. I want to say for a while there was like a Chewbacca movie script on there. Like that was the same thing. Like this movie sounds like it's going to be amazing. We just cannot make this movie because like if you know Lucasfilm doesn't want to make it, we can't do anything about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> God, that would be so good. Man, this would have been so fucking cool. Um, Trent Reznor was approached about scoring and playing a minor part in the film. Uh, but then the news was leaked before the final decision was made, and Reznor decided to pass on the project as the surprise element had been lost. Oh, whatever, Trent. <laughs> like, it, oh, look, it's Trent Reznor. Like, that would have been the whole reaction. It would have been fucking great. It's like, that is that? That's fucking Trent Reznor. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But then to have him score the film? That would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love Trent Reznor. Yeah, and I, I uh, it's great. I have seen Nine Inch Nails... Twice? Never. I've never seen them. Twice? I used to work with a guy, and he would, like, follow them on tour. Really? That's, like he was, that's an amazing show. He he would do, like, three or four shows in a row following them, but he also had, like, this crazy, like, bootleg Nine Inch Nails collection. It yeah. was great. Like, every show of every tour, like... It was nuts. I uh, one of my concert regrets is that I did not see them when they came through. Like the first, like Lollapalooza, they came, they played at SPAC. Or the, I'm sorry, the race course. Yeah. Um, I didn't see them then. I saw them at SPAC, and then I saw them at Bonnaroo in like 2000. And... It was either seven or 2009. Yeah, I don't remember. And both times, fucking amazing show. I think. They are one of those, like, if I could go back in time, I would go see Nine Inch Nails in, like, 1990 in a yeah. gross, nasty fucking club show. Yeah. 
Like on my, I, I de- like this is so fucking music nerdy, but like, I definitely have like if a time travel is invented, yeah, I have a list of places I need to go see shows. Yeah, number one being New York, like nineteen seventy six ish, like around. I'm there. going to see the Ramones and CBGBs. Yeah, we're going to CBGBs. We're going to see the Ramones, Blondie, fucking Talking Heads. Like, we're, yeah, we're fucking going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's, I saw the Ramones. That's number it was one. Nineties though, like yeah, you <laughs> barely saw the Ramones. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I saw what was left of the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking CJ Ramone. <laughs> Although CJ Ramone is is a good bass player. Well, I I saw me first in the Gimme Gimmies open up for Flogging Molly not that long ago, All right. and uh, CJ was playing with me first. Because uh, Fat Mike was elsewhere. Yeah. Also, we're uh, because uh, we have to we have to specifically go to '76 because in '77 the Ramones went to London. So in 1977, yeah. we're gonna go see the Sex Pistols and the Ramones pretty much like nightly. I am not gonna see the Sex Pistols oh, ever. The Sex Pistols. They were the Sex Pistols were not <laughs> real. It's I don't care. I don't care <laughs> shit. It's for the the. It's for the thing of just saying I saw. This is never gonna happen. Yeah. But like it's I saw the Sex Pistols in 1977. Yeah. I'd rather go see the Clash. Yeah. Well, that's who also we're gonna go see in 1977. <laughs> oh, is that it? Guess who the third stop is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you say Led Zeppelin, I'm leaving. Guess who number four? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna see Leonard Skinner before the plane crash. Uh, I, like I Southern rock, I just I don't. I don't, I don't get it. I was raised on it, man. Yeah, I, I was raised on it. Don't get it. The Alm- I've seen the Allman Brothers. Could not give a shit about the Allman Brothers. Ah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a side of a jam band. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to IMDb trivia about Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Let's talk about concert trivia. <laughs> <laughs> man, this episode's fucked up. <laughs> I think you mean amazing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, Tom Hardy was approached for the title role, but had to turn it down due to scheduling conflicts with The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Eric Bana, Timothy Oliphant, Adrian Brody, Josh Lucas, James Darcy, Rob Hubel, and Oliver Jackson Cohen were also considered to play the role. Rob Hubel. See, that would have been too comedic. But Timothy Oliphant, I think, could have fucking done it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He is awesome, goddammit. Adrian Brody could have done it. Well, yeah. um, actually, Adrian Brody probably would have gone very, very like too far into it. Yeah, he would, I don't think if he was he's very have, method. He, yeah, like, yeah. But oh, I fucking love Timothy Oliphant. Shout out to fucking, oh, he's so great. Uh, him on uh, Book of Boba Fett. Fucking, fucking hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, sorry. Oh, whoa. No, interrupt me. That's fine. (laughs) Fuck you. I had seen that fact when I was watching the movie on, like, the the Amazon facts. I am glad that Tom Hardy, like, A, because, like, he wasn't picked. A, because, like... He's not built for it. Yeah. Well, that's the the, the most important reason. Like, this is at the same time he was doing Dark Knight, so he is Bane ripped at this point. Yeah. Jacked, like yeah. fucking jacked. He is not a tall, lanky dude. He is a fucking like. Yeah, he's like five ten, maybe. He's like a fucking tank at this point. Like, <laughs> I think he was built like a square, and like his performance is fucking Bane is goddamn amazing. It's I, so good. I, uh, I do you feel in charge? <laughs> can I go? Can I? Can no, I? Can sorry. I finish? Can I finish? Sorry. Go can ahead. I finish? Go ahead. All right. Edgar Allan Poe, 
an important character from the novel, was excised from the movie version. He appears in the animated deleted scene Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter The Great Calamity from 2012, voiced by Clifton Collins Jr., who made a cameo in Mary Elizabeth Winstead's vehicle Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which is almost a perfect movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Clifton Collins Jr. is a fucking awesome actor, too. He is, um... He's, the, like, he's just the dude who's, like, the fucking angry scumbag in a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, he's in Pacific Rim. He's, like, the tech dude who, like, is, like... Uh, Who's like running the fucking like basically the mission control center, um, like when they do like the you know the fucking like, oh the, yeah 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 like yeah. the Jager Jager missions Jager Jager <laughs> the Mick Jagger missions yep <laughs> oh, man these monsters got sticky fingers <laughs> giant cocks <laughs> oh right <laughs> what have you never seen the cover for sticky fingers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen that. And it's a fucking good album, too, I will say. That's a great album. Yeah. It's got bitch on it. I uh, That was a uh, like a period of time in my life I worked at the movie theater. I had basically like pretty much inverted my day where like I was going to bed at about 7.30, 8.30 in the morning yep. like, uh, every day. And like that would be the album I'd put on. Maybe like... Because I would listen to Howard Stern when it would first come on in the morning. So maybe yeah. like... Four thirty, five o'clock. I'd throw on fucking sticky fingers, like just to like wind down, and like you know, yep. and Howard would come on, and I'd start to like fucking kind of go to sleep. Yeah, um, the the guy on the cover of Sticky Fingers was oh, who's the artist? Um, Andy Warhol's boyfriend at the yeah. time. All right, because Andy Warhol took that photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a great fucking album. That's so good. I'd go see them in like. What, like 68, 69? Yeah. 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 If I could see, like, the Beatles and the Stones, like, somewhere, like, yeah. in the same area. That'd be rad. Yeah. That'd be pretty badass. Fuck. I'm not one of those, like, I was born in the wrong era kind of people, but, like, there was some cool shit that happened, like, long before I was alive. Oh, for sure. But I have seen some fucking awesome shit in my time, too. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Shit, man. I saw Skinless and Six Feet Under and Dying Fetus at a show in Saratoga Winters where I thought I was going to die. It was at the very last Beastie Boys show. What? Yeah. For real? For real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I never saw the Beastie Boys. The only time I saw them was their very last fucking show. That's insanity. Yeah, I like... I mean, at the time, I didn't know it was their last show. Yeah. I missed the first couple of minutes of it, too. I remember... It was at Bonnaroo in um, 2009. Because um, Ad, uh, Ad Rock is the one that died, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Horowitz. Uh, was it Ad Rock? I think so. No, I thought it was MCA. MCA, MCA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MCA died. MCA died. He died in like 2010, 2011. That doesn't seem... It seems like... Was it, it that long it ago? Was that long ago, dude. God damn it. Because I remember we were sitting at our campsite. We were like, so fucking old. Yeah. We were like it was because they were they were like the main act on like Saturday night, which is like the big big prime yeah. spot. Because of the fucking Beastie it's Boys. The fucking Beastie Boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like their first show in a long time. Yeah. Um. So I remember we were just sitting in our camps, like getting ready, like you know, getting ready and like drinking. And yeah. Fucking, and like we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, Chris. We hear, nobody saw it, but Chris made the universal no, sign no, for didn't. smoking drugs. No, he did not. No, he did not. <laughs> um. And we're just sitting in our campsite, and we just hear a Beastie Boys song, and I just remember we all fucking like. 
like look at each other, pack oh, up God. shit, and just fucking haul ass for the fucking main concert area. Yeah. But yeah, I was at the fucking very last Beastie Boys show ever. That's craziness. <laughs> yeah. It sucks that it was at Bonnaroo, though. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, because I, like, I, like, I very, very much, I mean, I've seen some amazing fucking things musically there. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, fuck, I mean, I fucking saw Stevie Wonder and fucking Jay-Z one night, like, back to back. I fucking saw, um, uh, I fucking saw, what's their name, uh, the Flaming Lips do the entire album, Dark Side of the Moon. What? Uh, I fucking, I, I've talked about, I, hold on, I don't want that. Dude, I, say what you will about the Flaming Lips, they put on a fucking amazing show. No, they're great. Yeah, yeah, Like, I don't want that. (laughs) Um. I want. Pink Floyd to do Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Like, that's it. At Bonnaroo, I saw, I, I've told you, like, the fucking jam sessions I've been to there, I've, like, just shit you're never going to fucking see anywhere. This yeah, it was, is like, like, Kirk Hammett and somebody else doing... This is, like, I think this is my number one, like, holy fucking shit, I'm never going to see this again. I think this has been brought up on the show before. Yeah, it was Kirk Hammett from Metallica, Les Claypool from fucking Primus, and fucking all of Gogol Bordello... Just performing Tom Waits songs till like three in the morning. That's that's stupid. Yeah, like, that's so fucking stupid. Fucking awesome is what it was. Uh, I talked about. We you know saw, what? Hold on. Let me rewind some of this shit. I, I keep banging the table. Yeah, stop banging the table. Yeah. We have a time machine. We can go back to see any musical performance. Yes. I'm going back to 1980 to see Tom Waits. Ooh, that could be good. Yeah, yeah. That's when he's probably just coming out of heroin a little bit. No, but he's still no, 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 no. he's still fucking crazy. We're going like we're going to go see Tom Waits in like eighty five because yeah? that is after like Rain Dogs. I think Swordfish Trombones is also. For- I think you know what yeah, we're doing? Think- you know what we're doing after this podcast. We're gonna put the fight back on because that's why one of the reasons why we were start lading you. Know, I can't speak English. Anymore. We started drinking because we were watching UFC we were watching before we were recording. We're gonna listen to we're gonna we're gonna toss a coin. And we're gonna listen to either Rain Dogs or Swordfish Trombones. Both those albums are fucking Yeah, we're probably gonna listen to both money. of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's what we're gonna do after the podcast. I don't know if anybody knows this out there in podcast land. Me and Chris love Tom Waits. <laughs> I was. I will. Another shout out to uh, past guest Tom McWaters introduced to Tom Waits because of Tom. Um, I was introduced to Tom Waits through my friend Andrew, uh, Mister Meager, and he was a big time Tom Waits fan. We were roommates for a little while, and he would put it on, and I was like, "This is psychotic." Yeah. <laughs> and they, I had the same text like this is so fucked up and crazy yet I cannot stop listening to yeah. this this is oh oh <laughs> oh Heart Attack and Vine is probably my favorite and uh, like, I don't want to say it's because it's the most accessible but it's just like the songwriting on it is so fucking good yeah like it was before he went full on crazy person yeah uh, but Rain Dogs and and Swordfish Trombones, he was he was in like the height of his weirdness. Rain Dogs, I think, is but an album. still accessible. Yeah, yeah. Rain Dogs is an album I think everybody should, if, if not own, 
at least listened to yeah. once in their life. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. Uh, same with Swordfish Trombones. Yeah. Like, I, it's neck and neck. Like, everybody kind of focuses on Rain Dogs because I think that was the first one. Uh, but Swordfish Trombones is... is, is yeah, fucking, Rain Dogs came out first. Yeah, is easily just as, like, amazing as that album. You know what album is great by him, though? Like, for real? Blue Valentine. I don't know if I've ever listened to that one. Is it a later one or, or, a, no, or an earlier one? It's an early one. Right. I think that's the one that came out after Heart Attack and Vine. Maybe before Heart Attack and Vine. Heart Attack and Vine is the one with like Frank's Big Years. Oh, no, that's his, own, that's his own album. Frank's, yeah. Frank's... Wild Years. Frank's Wild Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking dig Tom Waits. I gotta put this down. I, gotta put this, I keep banging. Stop I'm it! Sorry. I'm so sorry. I keep banging the table. We've had issues with that in the past. I'm not gonna point names at anybody, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna finish this fucking IMDb. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna hit you with two more facts. Uh, when Adam bites Henry, Rufus Sewell, uh, Sewell, 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 uh, had never played a vampire before. No one had given him the quote unquote talk on how to perform a vampire bite, which led to him accidentally breaking his fake vampire teeth. They were longer than he realized. So he actually, like, chomped down on this motherfucker. <laughs> Bit this dude. Like. <laughs> you gotta bite hard to break some fucking fake teeth, too. For real. Oh, man. Um, great scene, by the way. Uh, that was during the... Um, the the finale of the fight on the train. Yeah, where he, like, he shoves his wrist out. Like, yeah, so yeah. he can't bite uh, Abe. Um, okay, last last IMDb fact. Uh, then several times through the course of early training, uh, Lincoln sustains wounds to his right eye. The real Abraham Lincoln was killed by a bullet lodged behind his right eye. Huh. So it's also the same thing with uh, uh, Jack Bartz too. He shoots him in the right eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it's at least coincidental. Yeah. That's a nice little detail. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that, could, that. That could be a fun one, like, if they did that for, for uh, in, intention. <laughs> yes, they did that for intention. For intention. Yeah. It's a, perfect, <laughs> it's a perfectly cromulent phrase. <laughs> yeah, it's three weeks in a row. We, uh, we <laughs> fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, his noble spirit in Biggins, the smallest man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are. Simpsons are brilliant. Uh, yeah, seasons like three through like twelve or. 13. I was gonna say probably twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. thirteen. That's like the sweet spot. Yeah. What do you got? Oh, milk stout. Oh, the milk stout. Yeah, that is fucking delicious. Yeah, I grabbed a Newcastle. I'm feeling my inner Constantine. <laughs> Anybody gets that reference, you're awesome. Okay. Oh man, I got a stick of gum. Not going good with and, the beer. No, the beer is fine. That Manhattan. Yeah. <sighs> Seriously, Bartesian, what the fuck are you trying to pass off on me? Like that's like poison. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I look. <laughs> I'm willing to explore new drinks with you guys, like you know. Uh, but I, I, I need I need higher quality than that Manhattan was. Yeah, it's it's anyway. not great. It's not great. Yeah. Anyway, old man yelling at clouds. Another Simpsons reference, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, all right, we are on to the better known as segment of the podcast. Uh, we're going to start off with director Timur Bekmambetov. What the fuck? Yeah, that is a, a an aggressively Russian <laughs> name. <laughs> um, he is probably best well known as the director of Wanted. Um, that was 2010, I want to say. Uh, where are we? 2008. Damn, I was close. Yeah, you were. Um, terrible movie. Great fucking graphic novel. Um, I never read it. it was, is that is, a Millar? Was that Mark yes, Millar? it is yeah. Mark Millar, so like, it's pretty like crazy. Um, the, the premise of the... Uh, I want to get this right. Of Wanted? Yeah, because like... The premise of the book is that um, there's, like, this secret society of, like, supervillains, basically. Yeah. And, like, the main character of the of Wanted, his father was, like, this legendary, like, supervillain. They kind of, like, change it up in the movie where it's more about, like, their hitmen. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, like, Millar's story, it's, it is, uh, it, it's, it is such a fucked up story. Um basically it's like the secret society like they're training him to become like basically like his father's replacement yeah he was supposed to be like he's the chosen one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and like I, I gotta reread this book it's so I have it actually signed by Mark Millar do you really yeah 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 you're a fucking mega nerd did you know that <sighs> a little bit a little <laughs> bit <laughs> um I, like in the training in the book it is so fucked up he basically has to go to everybody he's ever known in his life. Like, is, you know, somebody he knew in high school, like, whatever, like, you know, friend, somebody we were friends with for a little while, mm -hmm. ex-girlfriends, and he has to kill every single person, like, he's ever fucking known, basically. You know, like, like I said, ex-girlfriends. Oh, like, wipe himself off the map. Yeah, yeah, because they're training him to be, like, this just cold-blooded assassin. Yeah. So, like, you can't have any attachment to anybody or, you know, anything like that. Um... It's just this is a dark, just gritty story, and like yeah. they just they just kind of like made it like a weird like action movie with Angelina Jolie and uh, yeah, what's his name from Split and Professor X there. I can't remember this dude's name. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Anybody? James McAvoy. James yeah, McAvoy. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. He's awesome. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, I just I was just watching Split the other day. It was on TV. That's I a, have not seen that yet. That's a pretty decent movie. Um, I'm just afraid to watch anything that's uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's spoilers at this point for a, like, five or seven, eight-year-old movie. It is a surprise sequel to Unbreakable. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knew that. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows at this point. Um, so if you like Unbreakable, like, I, I think you'd like Split. Yeah, what's, there's uh, three movies in that universe now? Glass. Glass is the uh, other one, yeah. Uh, Split. And that one's kind of forgettable. I know I've seen it. I don't really remember much about it. I haven't it. seen it. I, I, shit, I've only seen the first half of Unbreakable. That's that's probably like... I would say that's probably the best M. Night Shyamalan movie. At least in terms of rewatchability. It's not saying much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, everybody plays up the sixth sense, but once you've seen it the first time, like... It's you know the the whole twist is ruined and like you there's no like rewatchability to the movie you know yeah um, I like Unbreakable that's a really good movie it's a very like grounded realistic like superhero story yeah um, so yeah check that one out 
Um, aside from that, I mean, like he's just kind of in a movie Night Watch. Is that the one with Ewan McGregor? I think, or is that the original like Russian one? Probably the, it's the original Russian one. I want to say they made like a, a remake with Ewan McGregor. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what is that? A vampire movie? Uh, forces to control the daytime, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fantasy, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I'm sure there's. A I I know I've seen the cover of that movie um, a bunch of times. He seems to be more of a bigger producer than I think director. Uh, apparently, they're the producer. Oh no! A, yeah, a wanted two, which I, I don't know if I really need that. Um, they're doing another War of the Worlds. Great. Yeah. Do we Great. really need another War of the Worlds? I mean, the, the Tom Cruise one was a while ago, but like not that long ago, and like that's a pretty decent version of it. It's enough. Yeah, we're good. Uh, let's see. It's like people remaking the song Hallelujah. <laughs> like we, we've heard enough covers of Hallelujah. We're yeah. good. You know what version I I uh, don't listen to, but accept as the just. The version. Jeff Buckley. That's the one. Yeah. I saw Jeff Buckley at the, at the plaza. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> this was uh, before he mysteriously died. Mm. Yeah. Probably in a hair. Had you deal. seen Elliot Smith, too? Uh, I'm sorry. That's who I saw was Elliot Smith, not Jeff Buckley. Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Same. Whatever. White guy addicted to heroin. Same guy. <laughs> same fucking guy. Well, one was stabbed to death in the chest. Yeah, one OD'd. Or, did he OD or did he drink himself to death? I don't know. They're who, both dead. Jeff Buckley? Uh, Elliot Smith. No, Elliot Smith was murdered. Was he really? Yeah. He was stabbed, right? Yeah. He was the one who died in the heroin deal. I thought that was Jeff Buckley. No, yeah. I think Jeff Buckley died of an overdose. Yeah, I saw Elliot Smith, not Jeff Buckley. Correction. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he was drinking his balls off at a like a tavern, like right around the corner from the plaza before he performed there. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Who else has been in this movie? Uh, yeah, moving on from the director, he uh, the reason I, I went to his producing, he produced that movie Nine. Uh, I think which came out, yeah, 2009. Oh, I love that movie. movie. I haven't seen that since it first came out. I remember it being really good. It's like yeah. a CGI animated movie. Really short, too. Yeah, I think it's like an hour and like 16 minutes, maybe, like 15 yeah. minutes. The trailer had the song Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria in it. All right. Which made me think like maybe that was in the movie. Yeah, and it wasn't. It's not. <laughs> that, that made me a little upset. Um, CGI animated movie, but that was a sentence. I love Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> I like I could never get on board with them. That's fine. Yeah. Um Yeah, these little like ragdoll figures. Mm-hmm. Uh really cool movie. Uh oh, John C. Riley's a voice in that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Martin Landau. Dude, uh Kristen uh Crispin Glover. Jennifer Connolly. Crispin Glover. Holy crap, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's not like a nobody was in this movie kind of movie. Yeah. Martin Landau fucking legendary as Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. The weirdest mouth in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I love the movie Ed Wood. That movie is so good. Uh, he plays Bella Lugosi as like this just like vulgar old heroin addict and like, <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> Karloff does not deserve to smell my shit. <laughs> like, like that movie is like so quotable. Yeah. Was that? Fuck you! That wasn't a Tim Burton movie, was it? No. It was a Tim Burton was movie. Was it Tim yeah. Burton? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull the strings! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Benjamin Walker. He played Abraham Lincoln in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, he's in the upcoming Lord of the Rings TV series. Oh, shit. Yeah. Who does he play? It does not say. It's It just says he's in an episode. He's in, like, all the episodes, it looks like. That's probably one of the major characters. So, like, they haven't really announced, like... I mean, they, they announced when it is, but I don't think it's going to be people that we, like, know. Like, named characters, you know? Oh, no, no, no. It's all Cimmerillion shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um... Oh, what the fuck was her name? Um, shit. Never mind. <laughs> All right, moving yeah. on. <laughs> uh, he was in the Underground Railroad on Amazon recently, which I heard is really good. I have not seen it. Um, let's see. Uh, in the Heart of the Sea he was in, which I just saw not that long ago. That is a really good movie. I've never even heard of it. It is the, I want to say it's a telling of the story that Moby Dick is based on, basically. Okay. Uh, recounting of the New England whaling ship sinking by a giant whale in 1820. An experience that later uh, inspired, yeah, Moby Dick. Um, Did you ever try to read Moby Dick? I want to say no. I had to read some other fucking Herman Melville shit in college. Oh my God. I had to read the, was it The Trial of Billy Budd, which was fucking terrible i hated my professor for that class dude i fucking professor fawn you're an asshole (laughs) i tried to read moby dick because i was going through a point where i was like well i'll I'll try to read all these classics you know at least say you know i i fucking read it dude like people rag on tolkien for like oh there's a there's a whole page on a description of a tree how about entire chapters about the history of whaling (laughs) yeah yeah I I do not enjoy that like New England school of writing. I don't Nathaniel Hawthorne, yeah. Herman Melville, like you're all fucking boring. Yeah. How do you make how do you make a novel about a giant killer whale boring? How do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't give a fuck about that fucking uh novel. Like, I, I read- and it, it was just like there would be great moments. Like there's all this great shit and then there's just like and then the history of whaling for fucking here's how you two tie or three chapters a square knot and yeah I, yeah like I, like i had to read the i had to read billy bud uh fucking terrible fucking dude punches his ship or ship lieutenant uh lieutenant falls hits his head and dies and the guy goes on trial that's the whole fucking story it's terrible i hated that fucking book oh, i hate i hate you herman melville i hate you nathaniel Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyway, nobody nobody hates like New Yorkers. Yeah, exactly. It's New Englanders. <sighs> New Yorkers hate New Englanders. <laughs> but that's a good movie though, In the Heart of the Sea. Yeah. Um Chris Hemsworth, I want to say is uh, the lead in that movie. Uh Tom Holland also in that movie. So you have Thor and Spider-Man oh, shit. Uh, on a whaling ship. Um Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was 2012. Aside from that, Really, not much else anybody would have heard of. Anything that was the Notorious Betty Page. That's a pretty good movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that an HBO movie? I think no, no. I think that was like a a movie. uh, movie. I think that was a movie ass movie. A movie ass movie. Yep. Uh, Yeah, Gretchen Maul played her. Yeah, I remember seeing that movie. That was yeah. Man, I love Betty Page. (laughs) There are things that I love in this world. Betty Page is one of them. (laughs) Uh, Moving on, Rufus Sewell. Um, the thing he was most recently in was the movie Old, another Amlite, blah, blah, blah. 
M. Night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan. Um, wasn't bad. It was decent. It's kind of crazy, like... Oh, that's the one on the beach, right? Like, yeah, they, they go to this beach, and, like, time just kind of works weird. It's, an ex- like, an accelerated thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was pretty good in that. Uh, he's in the Jigsaw TV series, which I believe is the one based on Saw. I... I want to watch The Man in the High Castle so much. Yeah. But I also want to watch a million other fucking things. I saw the first season, and, like, this is all well and good. And then, like, the second season came out, and I was just like, I don't have any interest in continuing this. Yeah. I um, want... I want. I think I want to read it before I watch it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, be I'm a big fan of Philip K. Dick. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty good, the first season, when I saw. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, it just, for some reason, didn't didn't hold my uh, attention. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, a lot a very of people, good show. A lot of people say that's a great show. It is a really good show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, I love it as a fan of comedy. Like, uh, you know, it's all about basically comedy in the 50s. Like, you know, yeah. being... Uh, Did you see um, uh, Being the Ricardos? Yeah, that was a pretty good movie. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, J.K. Simmons is great in that. Yeah. I think he got nominated for, like, Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, Nicole Kidman was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Harvey Arbardam is awesome in that movie. That's a really you know what? Movie. Nobody was bad in it. Yeah, like I, I guess instead of praising particular people, which is like everybody was fucking awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, kind of like a behind the scenes on the like I Love Lucy. Yeah, uh, when they were accused of being communists, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ha- uh, Javier Bardem mm-hmm. was fucking great. But you know, like find something he's been bad in. Yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> Although I, this is a uh, this is a hot take. I don't like old country, no country for old men. But did you think he was bad in it? No, he's good in. It. He's, yeah, he's great. See, in that like movie. that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, he's just uh, another one of the dudes. Is like, no matter what he's in, like the quality of the project, he's good in it. Yeah, I I remember being like outraged by that movie when I first saw it. <laughs> like, I bought it on DVD when it first hit. Yeah. And I tried to watch it like three times. Like I'm with you. Like it's boring as fuck. It's boring as shit. It's yeah. so dry. Yeah. And I, like I, I, I guess that's supposed there's to be... a there's a there's a difference between slow burn and boring. Yeah. When like one of the major characters just dies in a gunfight that just completely happens <laughs> off screen. Like whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Look, I'm not the movie maker here. Yeah. Um. Gods of Egypt, which looked batshit crazy. Fuck that it movie. so horrible and crazy. Gods of Egypt. And then they're all white people. Weird. <laughs> Not a, so much as a tan or brown person <laughs> among all of you. Weird. You realize this is Africa, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Aside from that, he was in that movie Dark City from like the late 90s. Uh, which gets a lot of like acclaim. I don't remember being Dark that City. Good. Yeah, I liked it. I, I don't think I it's only very, saw it when it was first in the theater. It's very cyberpunk. Yeah, kind of. Uh, who? who uh, Kiefer Sutherland was in that. It was really good. Legend of Zorro. Is that the sequel? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the sequel to uh, uh, the Antonio Banderas Zorro movie. Which those are pretty decent. What was it? The Mark of Zorro was the first one. The Mask of Zorro, or is it the Mark of Zorro? I don't remember. Hold on, here we go. Was, I think there was three of them, right? Yeah, it's. Oh, there's two of them. Let's see. The Mask of Zorro, 1998. Oh, okay. Mar- uh, Legend of Zorro is 2005. All right. I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen Legend. I know I've. I had to have seen it. I've seen them both. The first one is definitely really good with Anthony Hopkins and uh, uh, what's her name, Kathy Jones. Kathy Jones, huh? <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. 
Uh, but Rufus Sewell, he's very like actory actor, very British. Like he's always like an asshole or like a figure of authority in like everything. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Dominic Cooper, who I fucking love. Uh, he is probably most well known to everybody as Howard Stark uh, in the in the Marvel movies. He is also Jesse Custer on Preacher. Which, uh, if you examine it as a one-season show, is pretty decent. Uh, if you go beyond that, well, that's on you, folks. I was so disappointed in that show. Yeah. I um, love that comic book so much. Yeah. New Orleans should have been, like, two episodes, three episodes, <laughs> tops. Whole Not season? Not an entire season. Yeah. Whole season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He but, was in Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Uh, <laughs> Hey, everybody! He's in the des- Warcraft movie. Everybody deserves a misstep here and there. Uh, I like him as Howard Stark in both the like, Captain America movies and Agent Carter. He played the part very well. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, the rich like playboy in the. There was an 40s. Ian Fleming TV series. Yeah, it was on BBC America. He played BBC. No shit. He played BBC America. Yep. He played Ian Fleming. Sure did. Uh, and it was all about like him like being in like the like the British like Secret Service and like all that like, the Secret Service. Uh, oh, it wasn't about him writing James Bond. It did eventually get there, but it was like oh, okay. the experience he basically built up to be able to write James Bond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I don't. My week with this. Marilyn. Oh, all right. Yeah, that was uh, the movie about the about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, no, I'm trying. To, like, I, it sounds very familiar. Hold on. I do not remember this. Oh, really? Michelle Williams, Eddie Redmayne, Marilyn Monroe. Um, people really love to attribute things to her that she never said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Mark Twain. Yeah, <laughs> but they love to leave out the fact that she was fucking crazy. Yeah, batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, I want to sell Dominic Cooper short here. I want to go through his, but he's he's really great in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's in From Hell. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he he did a lot of background shit forever. Yeah. And then he got a few, like, starring roles. As, like, not good as the Preacher show is, he is great as Jesse Custer. Mm. Um, I love in the beginning, the first episode of season two, the fucking fight scene to, like, Uptown Girl. <laughs> like, it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Anthony Mackie is in this movie, which I completely fucking forgot about. I did not realize he was in this movie. Yeah, uh, barely. Anthony, yeah, well, not he, he's a decent part in this movie. He's in. He's probably like a, he's a in third act, of it. He's in Act Three. Yeah. yeah, I mean his character does show up in the beginning. Uh, anyway, Anthony Mackie, best probably known as the current Captain America, uh, former Falcon in the MCU. Uh, I will say I absolutely love him in that role. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a great, great uh, miniseries earlier. In he played a really good Falcon. Like, I'm not super into the Marvel movies and shit like that, but, yeah. like, he he was a really good Falcon. I, I really love him as Captain America. I mean, he's only done the role in just the, the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but, like, yeah. I cannot wait for Captain America 4. Um, as far as, like, training montages in movies go, there is a fantastic one in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier where like he you know he gets the cap you know gets gets the shield from cap excuse me let me speak English yep we can do um, it and like is you know a montage of him like training with the shield like obviously he's gonna fucking suck with it at first like yeah nobody knows how to use this thing it's you know 
shield you hurl at people. Yeah. And like it's just him like just training and like just fucking up and like just getting his ass kicked, basically training over and over again until he like actually masters all this stuff and like yeah. is like pinging the shield off of shit and like catching it and like I don't know, it seemed like Steve Rogers got it on the first rip. Yeah, but he but he's just a regular dude. Steve Rogers is like a super soldier, like yeah, you know, enhanced. Like he's just a dude who you had like some wings, like yeah. And now he has, he finds himself as Captain America. Like I, I I love just I just really love that character as Captain. Remember America. when the Punisher was Captain America for like a hot second? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> but I, I mean, like he's just a, I mean, like, I love him as the Falcon. He's just. Uh, hands down, I think a really great actor. Yeah. Um, he's in the Twisted Metal TV show, which I believe is coming out. John Doe. Yeah, he's the... Um, that was... That was the car with like the Seeker missile, uh, I believe. It was like the ghost car. Yeah. Was it the car or was it the motorcycle? It was like, it was like a Chevelle, I believe, or something like that. Or like, so, you know, something along those lines. Like okay. a Barracuda, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love those games. Twisted Metal Black for PS2 was like one of the best, like probably the best version of those games. I think I played two the most. Yeah, I played I played one and two a lot for PS1. Yeah. Uh, I I could really use an updated version of those games. Like that was. I mean, they're still kind of putting them out. When was the last one they made? It's been a while. It has been a while. For anybody not familiar, Twisted Metal the games are basically like a car free-for-all like your car has guns and missiles and um it just got increasingly absurd like in the first one like you're in like a like a demolition derby type of thing and then like by the time you get to like the later games you're like going through like entire cities and like stuff like that and like it, it's just a fun like just hunting down cars and blowing them up yep it's uh it's like an arena shooter yeah but with cars yeah I, I really dug those games. Well, let's see here. Um, while you're looking at that, back to Anthony Mackie. Uh, oh, sorry. 2015, Twisted Metal Black was the last oh, Twisted Metal yeah, game. Oh, yeah, I did own that game. That was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was uh, Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal 2, Twisted Metal 3, and 4... Then five, which was black. Yeah, I remember the theme song was painted black, like on the menu. Screen. Yeah, that was in two thousand one. And then head on in two thousand five. And then head on extra twisted edition in two thousand eight. So they went the Street Fighter route. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're gonna release uh, Street Fighter two nine times Turbo Street Super Street Fighter two yeah. Super Street Fighter two. Turbo. Turbo. Yeah. Oh my god. They were, okay, so there are at least three versions of Twisted Metal Black. Because there was Black, and then there was Black Online in 2002, and then there was Black in 2015. Like, they they Skyrimmed it. Yeah. Yeah, just keep re-releasing this yeah. game. But it, Twisted Metal Black is a good game, I will say. Like, Yeah. I have to... Have to look into those. I, I I am a fan of those games. I, I like. There's almost zero chance a TV series based on those is going to be good. Oh fuck no! Yeah. Who knows? Prove me wrong, folks. Prove me wrong. I would love to be proven wrong on that. 
Um, he was also in Altered Carbon, which I haven't seen, but I heard it's pretty good. Um, the second season he was in, and it was not that great. Okay. First season was good. The book was fun as shit. Yeah. There's actually a, a, a series of books about that, that character, but Altered Carbon was the first one. It was, it was really good. All right. Um, scrolling through, he's like in so many of the MCU movies. Yeah. Um, Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad. I've never seen that. That was a Josh Brolin like '30s gangster movie. Yeah, I think I do vaguely remember that. He was Tupac in the uh, movie Notorious. Oh, uh, about Biggie and Tupac, I believe. Yeah. Um, yep. The Hurt Locker he was in. That was a pretty good movie. Uh, with Jeremy Renner mm-hmm. uh, of Hawkeye fame, uh, Million Dollar Baby. Uh, can I just say I love the fact that in the Hawkeye TV series there is a fight in an abandoned KB toy store. <laughs> so awesome! Oh <laughs> well, uh, try to find me a not abandoned KB toy. <laughs> yeah, store. I mean, like any KB toy store in existence is abandoned at this point. But uh, like. They weren't Toys R Us. They were like the the smaller version of Toys R Us. But KB Toys? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But they still had so much awesome shit. Yep. Uh, I remember because we, we used to, my high school was there was that one in it, There was that one in Crossgates forever. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, the one in Colony Center hung in there too. Yeah. That one, because I, I, my high school was adjacent to Colony Center, so we'd go to the mall like after school all the time. I bought so many Genesis games there. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who we... Love you. Yeah, I've absolutely praised earlier in this episode. I, I dig me some of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Uh, probably best well-known as Ramona Flowers and Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Uh, great movie. Great series of books. Definitely check both of those Those... Out. Okay, so here's the thing. If you got to go... Like, uh, this movie is the truest form of this comic book series. Scott Pilgrim, probably number one. Yeah. Yeah, that movie is pretty, like, dead on with the book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they chopped out that whole, like... There's a lot of stuff. It's like it's like the first, I think, four books, like, condensed into a movie. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff, like, cut out. Uh, yeah. They, they... What's funny is, like, they'll reference the stuff that they cut out, too. Yeah. Which is funny, like... Uh, oh, she got kidnapped by this guy, and I drop kicked him into a million pieces. Like <laughs> that, yeah, that happened in the in the comics. <laughs> I have not read those, and oh god, I couldn't tell you how long. Those are some those like those are really like just oh, if you're looking for like just a fun like quick read, definitely check out the Scott Pilgrim books. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, uh, and then like uh, just the fact that they're named after like records and like out like Scott yeah. Pilgrim and the Infinite Sadness. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As somebody who grew up in like the mid nineties and like Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness is like a, a huge benchmark in my like teenage years. That album is fucking dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. I uh Smashing Pumpkins was the second concert I ever saw. Smashing Pumpkins and Garbage. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I'm not that big of a garbage fan, but I like garbage. I, I do love me some Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, uh, fucking Shirley Manson, I, I dig a lot. Um, but this was like 1995. So this is like at the height 95. of five. Yeah, Christ, both yeah. of their like you know fame. 
Maybe 96. Yeah, it had to have been 96. So Melancholy was out. No, I'm sorry. That was the third concert I ever saw. The second concert I ever saw was the Ramones at Lincoln Park in Albany. The third concert was Smashing uh, was Garbage and the Smashing Pumpkins at the Knickerbocker slash Pepsi slash now MVP Arena. Yeah, the first... Was it the first concert? I think it was the first concert I ever went to, like real concert, was Ted Nugent, Deep Purple, and Leonard Skinner at <laughs> SPAC. Damn. Yeah. The first real one I ever went to was um, uh, uh, this punk band called the Riverdales, who were fucking awesome. And oh, Green the Riverdales Day. are fucking great. Yeah, I love the Riverdale and Green Day uh, at the at the rack at SUNY. This was nineteen ninety five. It, no, it was nineteen eighty four because they were touring for Dookie when I when they when I fucking saw. God them. damn, you're old. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> And then, like, uh, like a year later, I saw the Foo Fighters on their first tour with Rocket from the Crypt at the same venue. That was Jesus fucking, Christ. Yeah, that was an awesome show. Rocket from the Crypt. <laughs> oh, God. I'm adding the mid-90s onto my comp. Like, I now have to go back and see shows I've already seen. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, there's, there's some 90s shit that I would go back and see. I would go back to... I would absolutely go back to my first concert and see Green Day in like 1994 or 5 after Dookie came out. I would go to like 90... It had to be 94 because it was, it was in the fall and I was in the 10th grade. So it was 94. I would go back to like 93 and see Alice in Chains. Yeah. During like their dirt cycle. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'd like to see like Nirvana or like right before... No, like... fuck that. No, I'm going to see Nirvana. <laughs> fuck we are that. going to see fucking Nirvana. Like the like the live in New York like uh, era like around. I still see like them the Melvins. Oh man. Uh, whoa. How about this? Nineteen ninety three Soundgarden. We should just go to the first <laughs> Lollapalooza where it was like Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I know several people who went to that fucking show, too. It's bad. Fuck them. <laughs> One of them, I believe, will be on the show next week. I believe he was there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that uh, is next week, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit's gotta, creeping I, up on me, dog. Yeah, I gotta reconfirm that. Uh, anyway, back to Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, again, I We are so off, fucking far love. off the fucking rails. Whatever. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Uh, she is going to be in the Ahsoka TV series. Amazing talent. Cute as a button. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, we talked about her a lot previously on 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Which I, I really love that movie. Yeah. I surprisingly love that movie. Yeah. Which no, you know, no like grotesque monster in that movie, human monster, but still covered on this podcast because yep. it's a damn good movie. Sure is. Um, other th- oh, she was uh, the Huntress in Birds of Prey, the recent one uh, uh, with Margot Robbie. Uh, I I dig that movie. I I just I just, I gave up on superhero everything. Like I it just stopped. It is very. It is not. I would say not your typical superhero fair for now. It is very much, in my opinion, like a mid-90s, like, again, going back to that mid-budget, like we were talking about last week. Was it last week? No. Two weeks ago. Fuck. Two weeks ago. Was it a mid-budget action movie? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like it's it's a superhero movie, but it, it's not like well, it's not a superhero movie because Harley Quinn's not a superhero. She's just a crazy chick. Yeah. Who happened to have dated the Joker? Like, um, it's it's it's, I I dig it. It's it's a very good movie. It's not like you're. It's not like, you know, there's at the end of every superhero movie, there's a big bomb that's going to blow up the entire world. Yeah. This is not that movie. It's like a street level, like crime type of thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, I definitely dug that movie. Uh, Margot Robbie just kills it as fucking Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, Ooh, love death and robots. I still haven't seen that. That's the, uh, that's the computer animated one on Netflix. Right? That first season yeah. was fucking amazing. I don't know how they fucked that second season up so bad. <laughs> uh, that's right. I mentioned she was on Fargo. Her new character is Nikki Swango. Yeah, uh, I, that's a name. Yeah, I I, I love that show. Um, each se- each season is a it's an anthology show. So each season is a different story. Mm-hmm. That one I think was like set in the '90s or maybe the late 2000s, like maybe just before 2010. Yeah. Um, and again, it's uh, it's it's uh, Ewan McGregor was in it. Uh, who else was in that? Um, Bokeem Woodbine, I want to say, was also in that one. That's a name. Um, he was. Uh, hold on. See, like, there's so many, so many different seasons. Like it just brings up everybody. Yeah, Bokeem Woodbine, right there. Yeah, his characters in, in in two different seasons. Oh, he was in The Wire, wasn't he? Uh, I believe. Yeah, so. he was. He definitely was. Um, Ewan McGregor. The last season they put out was fucking. I I, I keep trying to say fucking because I know I say it a lot of the show. Do I? Okay, so I have tried to watch the movie Fargo a few times and it just doesn't click with me. It's nothing to do with the movie Fargo. So I don't have to have that previous previous knowledge. They are. It's basically every season is an Elmore Leonard story. It's okay. like a sleazy like crime story. All right. Um, the last season, uh, which, which I thought was amazing, it was um, Chris Rock and Jason Schwartzman were playing the heads of like rival crime families in like 1950s Kansas City. So like you know Chris Rock's obviously the head of the black crime family. Yeah. Jason Schwartzman is like the like he's basically like the kind of like Fredo son in like this Italian crime family. Yeah. And like um in the first episode like his father gets shot like he's in a coma. So like he has to take over, but at the same time like his half brother like from Sicily comes over who's like like uber fucking like just big strong fucking dude like just wants to kill everybody. Yeah. Like, like he wants to take over the family. It's it's, it's such a good show. All right. I'll um, have to ch- I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I um I started with that season and then like because it was so good went back and watched the other ones. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, watch it however you want it. You don't need to watch it in any order because they're all separate stories. Okay. Um, the 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 strongest ones are probably the first one and then the the last one. The one with oh, Chris Colin Rock. Hanks was in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's in one of the seasons. Um, Holy shit! Look at the fucking. Look at the people that have been in this fucking show. Yeah, it's amazing who has been in this show. I, I mean, like, the, the list of talent is, like... Uh, this is just, like, the the front top cast portion. I mean, like, we have got Billy Bob Thornton, Martin Freeman, Colin Hanks, um, Bokeem Woodbine, who I mentioned, he's been in a lot of stuff, Kirsten Dunst, um, Ewan McGregor, Chris Rock, uh, Carrie Coon, who was just in their most recent... Fucking Patrick Wilson, yeah. Patrick Wilson, 
Um, Jesse Plemons, who is the poor man's Matt Damon, uh, <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Jason Schwartzman, Ted Danson, David Thewlis. Um, he's like this fucking weirdo, like gangster. He's like working for like the head, like the like the brainiacs, basically of like this gangster like or, or like mm-hmm. operation in one of the seasons. I want to say it's the same one with uh, uh, with Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, like an amazing. If you love like sleazy crime stories, which I do, check out Fargo. All right. Yeah. You've convinced me. <laughs> what was that? That was an FX show, wasn't it? Yeah, FX. Yeah. Uh, I think they're still making it. I believe there's another one coming. I hope there's another one coming out because it's so good. Uh, Martin Sokus, I believe, is how you pronounce this. Sokus. Sokus. He was, I believe, uh, Thomas Lincoln. Uh, let's see. Uh, sh- I've gone past it. Here we go. Nope, Jack Bartz. There we go. He was Jack Bartz, the guy who killed Abraham Lincoln's mother, uh, the guy who he shoots in the eye. Yep. Um, he was most recently in The Last Duel, which is a really good movie. Um, uh, it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Um <laughs> it was about the last uh like legally allowable like public duel in france yeah uh, i think it was like in the 17th century or something like that uh it's a really good movie kind of like rashomon like the it's the same story from like three or four different angles yeah uh it was really good it's not exactly a pick-me-up movie no yeah, it yeah. looks like a quite a downer yeah it is it is but a really good like you know uh kind of like period piece uh it's some good, uh, some combat. It's one of those movies that I've almost watched like three or four different times. But it's, then I was like, oh shit, yeah, I can watch MXC. Yeah, <laughs> like I can watch something flashy. And like, you know what you say? You know how much MXC I've watched a lot like recently? Dude. <laughs> oh, I'm um, But it's, it's it's a movie-ass movie. Like it, It's very good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I watched it not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's on HBO Max uh, right now. Uh, I believe you're right. Yeah. Um, let's see. He was in Into the Badlands, which is a pretty good uh, show that was on AMC. A lot of good like martial arts action. <sighs> I watched like two episodes of that. First season was really good, and I think I kind of lost like the plot in season like two. I don't think I ever made it to season three. I lost the plot two episodes in. <laughs> uh, I will say the the martial arts action is like. Mwah, like top yeah. of the line, like the fighting in that in that show is really good. I think the I think my problem was like couldn't get a grip on like what they were trying to do. Like, is this a martial arts flick or is this a post apocalyptic flick? Yeah, or is this like drama? Like, they, they are like blending a lot of genres and it's yeah. like a Shakespearean. It's a Shakespearean martial arts post apocalyptic film. The main dude, uh, what was his name? Hold on, I don't want to sell him short. Uh, into the Badlands. Daniel Wu, that's who the main guy is. He is really fucking great, like, as, as far as, like, martial arts, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, movies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as that goes, I, I don't think I've seen any of the other stuff he's been in. Fucking Nick Frost was in that show? He was in that. Nick Frost is out there fucking doing kung fu moves and shit. Like, Get out of my fucking life right now. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you would think that'd be, like, great to watch. And, like, yeah. It's, no, it's I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, I don't want to see Nick Frost doing anything other than 
like serious drama or irreverent comedy. I want to see Ed playing Ed and showing the dead. Let's see anything else. Or scumbag drug dealer in uh, Attack the Block. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Martin Sokas. He played Dr. Ashley Kafka in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, which is great. a terrible fucking movie. He was in Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, which also was not yeah. good at terrible all. Terrible movie. Look at the fucking pedigree of the first one and the people that were in the second one. Why is it so bad? Just the overall quality of the first one compared to the second oh one. Oh, my it's God. It's so fucking bad. Um... Don't watch Sin City a Dame to Kill for, but absolutely go out and watch the first Sin City movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I I love those books. I mean, like, I, we've talked about the Hulk Oh, my God. Before. Yeah. Sin City, the, the comic books, amazing. Uh, that yellow bastard, like, oh, God, I fucking, I love, like. It's crime noir, like, at its most extreme. Like, yeah, it's most, like, boiled down and just fucking, like, pure, like. Yeah. This is like this is like hardcore detective like crime story fiction. Yeah. Like yeah. And that first movie, amazing. Like it was so close to the comic. Like, it was it was absurd. Yeah. And that second one, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like Frank Miller was sniffing his own farts that whole fucking movie. Uh Mickey Rourke in the first movie is Marv is nobody could have done that role. Yeah. Nobody could have done it. He's just a big, dumb, brainless fucking moron, and he knows it. <laughs> like, he just, I'm just here to fucking beat the fuck out of people. Yeah. Like, god damn it. Oh, God. I like, love Sin City. I love Sin City. I don't, I don't think I've seen that movie less than 30 times. I, I, I read that when I was in college, and that fucking book changed the way I wrote. Like, that, yeah. like, I... <sighs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, that was Frank Miller at the height of his powers. Like, yeah. Like, he was, his drawing was... <sighs> okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this from, like, an artist's perspective. Early Frank Miller, kind of stiff. Current Frank Miller, way too fucking loose. Yeah. <laughs> Current Frank Miller... Like, oh, oh, I know I'm going to offend some of our listeners, but... He can't fucking draw anymore. Yeah. He I, can't. I don't think he he's aware that women are not men <laughs> um, as, when it comes to art. Yeah. Have you ever seen the way he draws Wonder Woman? Yeah, it's fucking abysmal. Yeah. <laughs> he draws her, like, shown off in the last... <laughs> in fucking the last dragon. Not the last dragon. Yeah, the last dragon. <laughs> okay, hold on. Was that yeah? <laughs> Dark Knight Returns, amazing. <laughs> front, Dark Knight Strikes Again, front to back, amazing. <laughs> Dark Knight Strikes Again, worst shit I've ever tried to read. I will say the third one better than the second one. Really? It's all about DK three. Yeah, yeah. It's all about. Um, I forget how it happens, but like all the Kryptonians in the bottle city of Kandor like yeah. get like re like embiggened. <laughs> Shout out to Jebediah Springfield. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but wasn't somebody was holding his hand on that fucking book. Maybe. But it's basically about Superman and Batman versus all these fucking like Kryptonians. Yeah. Like yeah, it's it's it, it was oh a good it was God. so much better than the second one, which I, was I just straight up garbage. Oh, it was so fucking bad. 
I, um, and I was so excited for it too. In a couple of weeks, I should finally be getting uh, my Dark Knight Returns board game that I kickstarted. Oh, really? Again, like way the fuck back at the beginning of the pandemic. I have my dad's uh, Dark Knight uh, I, trade. I'm so due to read the Dark Knight Returns. I haven't read it in a couple of years. Like, <sighs> that's a book I just have to read like every couple of years. It holds up so well. I fucking... <laughs> <laughs> This is in the operating table. Yes! Yes! Yeah! Oh! The book is so fucking... God damn it! That is the best... You know what? Fuck it. That is the best Batman story ever written. That you cannot... That's very hard to argue. Uh, like I will give you close seconds with The Long Halloween and Hush. Yeah, all of those are great stories, but the Dark Knight Woo! Returns is like, uh, I, what's the full? It, this isn't a something. This is an operating table, and I'm the surgeon. Oh, I don't, I don't remember the exact yeah. quote, but oh. I remember, I remember getting hard to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, never mind. Oh God, that is amazing! Like, yeah, I will even say the animated movie they did was really good. It was too. really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if if you haven't read The Dark Knight Returns, just go read it. Trust you have me. fucked up. Yeah, go read The Dark Knight Returns. It will change your life. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Again, we have we are so far off fucking fuck topic. Off. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Mar- was it Martin Cesarcos or whatever the fuck this dude's name is? I don't know. Yeah. Look, he's in a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the Aeon Flux movie, which is terrible. <laughs> that was a letdown. Great cartoon, terrible movie. I have that entire uh, animated series on DVD. <laughs> wow, oh, yeah. yeah. That uh, Liquid Television from uh, MTV, oh. Man, like the early, early 90s. Yep. That's where we get not only Aeon Flux, we get Beavis and Butthead. Um, I want to say there's like what, something No, no, else. no. Beavis and Butthead wasn't part of Liquid Television. Was it? I thought it no, was. No, it was a separate show. It was on, it would be like Beavis and Butthead would come on and then after that, Liquid Television would come on. But I want to say Syphil and Ollie was part of Liquid Television. Dude, I am almost positive Beavis and Butthead came out of Liquid Television. I don't believe so. God damn it. To the internet. To the internet. We haven't used that in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Yeah, Beavis and Butthead. Was it really? Liquid Television is an animated showcase that appeared on MTV from 1991 to 1985. It had had served as the launching point for several high-profile original cartoons. I think the head came out of there, too. Yes, that was amazing. <laughs> that was the most psychotic fucking shit ever. They did two series, two seasons. I think they did two seasons of The Head. They did yeah. The Head and The Head Returns. Yeah. But that was uh, MTV Oddities. They also did that yeah. season of The Max. Yes. Which I fucking loved. Yes. Um, The Max was... Sam this, Keith is a fucking genius. Yes. Um, Was the series from the early... It was one of the original like Image Comics uh, like series when that, when that whole company debuted like in the early 90s. Yeah. Um, it's about this dude who thinks he's a superhero. He might be a superhero. He's definitely 100% out of his mind. Yeah. He's 90, like, like 90% of that 
comic happens like in like in his mind. delusions. Yeah, he's, he's crazy. He's this crazy like homeless guy. Um, but oh god, I. Oh, there's another great line from that. Like, there's, there's like worse things than like criminals in this alley. Like, there's this, there's drugs, and then there's me. And like, he just <laughs> leaps out and like fucking like yeah. murders a dude. Yeah. The, like, um, they did. Um, Sam Keith did uh, the Max uh, and Batman crossover comics at one point. Yeah. Yeah, they I used were... to be able to draw the Max like way back in the day. Yeah. I, it's not you, hard. If you put a gun to my head now, I couldn't do it. Though. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I could. <laughs> it's muscle bound dude, giant teeth, claws coming out of his forearms. Yeah, that like long stringy hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the in the like in the in the illusions. He had the hair. Yeah. In, in the in like in the straight up when he was a homeless guy in New York, he did not have the hair though. Yeah. But like the whole like delusion. Yeah, it was, it was like his delusion was in Australia. Yes, it was the outback. Yeah, it was like this weird like fictionalized version of the outback. Yeah, and like his therapist was like this jungle queen and like yeah, it was like Tank Girl on crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, that was such an awesome fucking, such an awesome book. I gotta reread those. I'm sure those are worth some coin now. I've got. Uh, I think the first few are. I have. I think the first like, maybe the first twelve or first fifteen. Yeah. Um, because there's probably the worth a little bit of scratch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I, I got really into that series when the when the when the when the uh, when Oddities came out. I, I banged the table again. Yeah, but uh, motherfucker, <laughs> the head was a, like a comedy series, an animated comedy series. Yeah, it was a guy who had an alien living he had in his an head. Alien living in his head. We used to quote that all the time. Yeah, he looked like a cone head, but it had it would split apart and had teeth. Yes. Um. And like I remember the first season, the the alien was like trying to contact him, like totally like telepathically. He's like, Jim, yeah. I need you here. And I think he's like he was like in like in a support group or something. Yeah. And like he just kind of like zones out. He's like, I like drinking beer. <laughs> this is the thing we used to say all the time. <laughs> Listen to me now. The '90s were the best. <laughs> As That's far all. as comedy, yeah, hell yeah. In terms that, of a lot of things. Because this was after, like, the, the crash of, like... Because in, in the 80s, like, com- like stand-up comedy was fucking everywhere. Yeah. And then it crashed. So this is when you get the birth of, like, alternative comedy. Yep. And, like, a- like every alternative... Like, huge name in alternative comedy was on the Ben Stiller show. Yeah. Like, that show was so good. hmm I, like... <laughs> this is the fucking... They used to do recurring Legends of Springsteen segment, which was so great. Like, what the fuck? It was, it was just because, like, anybody who's a big you know Springsteen fan will just go on for hours about, like, he puts on these marathon shows and he's this great thing. Yeah. So it would be, like, uh, the one I remember was, like, Janine Garofalo. She was like, man, this one night I was working late in this bar and, like, all of a sudden out of nowhere, it had been, like, one or two in the morning. Springsteen shows in and up, so it was, like, a two-hour set, like, after the set, like, He's mopping up the bar. Like he's putting his stack in the chairs. Like, he's like, I said, like, I was pregnant at the time, and like, next thing you know, I went into labor. And like, he's delivering the baby, and like, now I've got beautiful Springsteen here with me. Like, it's hilarious, and it's Ben Stiller like dressed up as Springsteen. Like, it's so good. Oh man, that was back when Ben Stiller was palatable. Yeah, he's just like sweating buckets. Like, it's so great. <laughs> Back to the topic of this fucking show. We haven't talked about this movie in like 40 minutes. (laughs) Oh my God.
We've been talking for two hours, and like maybe we've gotten like thirty minutes of this movie in. Uh, I don't even remember who the fuck we're looking at. Like, just move on to the next one. He was in like oh, he was in a bunch of the Lord of the Rings movies. He was Celeborn. Celeborn. Celeryborn. Oh, he also had like uh, Xena and Hercules Bingo. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, this is that Martin Sazerka dude. I don't yeah. know what his fucking name is. Martin Zokas. Yeah. Yeah, he's a dude. All that movie. started because we said the words Aeon Flux. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Jimmy Simpson is in this movie. He plays Joshua Speed. Um, yep. He is most probably notable as Liam McPoyle on uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We have gone into... Uh, quite quite detailed about the McPoyles and it's always sunny yes uh, the episode where John was here yep um, he is also I mean like an established actor in his own right um, some of the most recent things he was in um, Star Trek Prodigy I love Star Trek I, I really want to see that Prodigy show I heard it I, was pretty good I have not seen that uh, I, I really like the first season of Picard I cannot wait for the second one I haven't seen Picard or Discovery. Those are the two that I really want to see. The um, the first season of Picard is a lot about uh, the Borg. Okay. Um, I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. It's like people who were like... The show is called Picard. Yeah, right there. Right, first yeah. off, yeah, <laughs> I'm in. You're sold. Yeah. Um, like people, they're, like, they found a way to like basically reclaim people who were taken over by the Borg. Yeah. So it's a lot about that. Like they've got like this Borg cube that they've like you know taken over, and they're like using it as like a space station. And like... so it's 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 an expansion on the the Loquitus, uh Seven of Nine kind of. Yeah. Like... She's Seven of Nine is in the yeah. is in the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second season, from what I understand, is all about Q. So like I'm I'm, I'm pretty Q. Yeah. yeah Great. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Can't wait. I think it's coming out like maybe like a month or two. Uh, I'm definitely on board. My for favorite that. Q moment is when uh, Captain Cisco. Slaps him in the fucking face, <laughs> and you never see him again in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> uh, I have already forgot. Oh, Jimmy Simpson. He is uh, probably most notable from Westworld. He is like the main character on that show. One of the main characters. See. Um, aside from that, uh, he was in a great episode of Black Mirror, USS Callister. Um, Jesse I have not Clemens. seen. I have not seen any of Black Mirror. I fucking highly, highly, highly recommend Black Mirror. Yeah. Um, the first episode. This is how they start off the series. It is about the British Prime Minister. Uh, he fucked a pig, right? He's being blackmailed into fucking a pig on live television. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're not in after that, like, I remember like way back in the day listening to. Uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, yeah. Smodcast, must be pig, yeah, must be real, like, yeah. <laughs> like they were talking about first seeing Black Mirror, yeah. I like I cannot recommend that show enough. Um, I, I, I've talked, yeah, about it's this like before. weird technological Twilight Zone, right? Yeah, it's 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 modern day techno Twilight Zone. Okay. Um, I've talked about this before. I don't know if I've did it on this podcast, but like. Um, there was this one episode. It's about this cartoon character named Waldo, I believe his name is. And it is like we're watching it and basically it is the perfect, perfect, perfect parody satire of Donald Trump. Oh, really? He's a cartoon character. He just says dumb shit. 
says like just outrageous shit to get a rise out of people. Yeah. Ends up getting like elected president, ends up becoming like the dictator of the entire fucking world. And like we're watching this and I'm like, this had to have been written like we were watching this, I want to say like in twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. I'm like, Yeah. This had to have been written about Donald Trump. This had to have been written within the past year. It's from twenty thirteen. Oh God. It is it is un fucking canny how dead on it is yeah like I just it's just this outrageous cartoon character like who just ends up taking over the fucking world great um well you've read transmetropolitan yes i have yes yeah. I have. yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. if yes. that is not oh also my God. beginning of the pandemic i read those <laughs> that seems to be coming up a lot tonight hey everybody it's me, Dad. Retreads Metropolitan. It's Let's, podcast, Dad. It's podcast, yeah. Dad. <laughs> if you haven't read Transmetropolitan, read it. You need to read it. You're doing yourself a disservice, and you're making me disappointed in you. It's <laughs> it's so good. I almost don't even think we need to go on. With we don't. Of- we need to do the last the one. The last one. That's really about it. Hold on. Is there anything? Oh, uh, this dude I want to mention. Joseph Mollet. Maul. He was Thomas Lincoln. Uh, the reason I saved him, he is Benjamin Stark on uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the, uh, he's also in the Lord of, Ring, Lord of the Rings uh, new TV show coming out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's, uh, what's his name? The Stark family uncle. Oh, he's on Ripper Street, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to say with, like... Peter Capaldi was the one on that, I think? Uh, I don't no. No, that's a different one. No, 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 no. Ripper Street. I can't remember who was in it. I remember watching it, though, and, and He's also enjoying it. In in The Heart of the Sea, which we recommended about 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was longer than that. Maybe like an hour ago. Yeah, it's about an hour time. Yeah. This is the longest, <laughs> better known as section uh, This in is an the old world. guy who we don't give a fuck about. Uh, Alan Tudyk. We need to do the last two tabs. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Tudyk is in this movie. Oh, I love Alan Tudyk. <laughs> um, chances are you have seen something that Alan Tudyk is in. Um, what would you even say he's most notable for? Because he's in so much. Holborn Wash. Is that the most notable at this point? Uh, I mean, that or Dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's Wash and Firefly. He's the voice of K2SO in Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the, the voice, voice of a lot of stuff. He's the voice of the fucking chicken in Moana. His his name is Hey Hey. Hey Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the voice of like random like characters like that in like all the newer Disney movies. He's now. amazing. Like he's he's fucking it's Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Resident Encanto is actually, like, you know what? Resident Alien, Resident Alien is getting a lot of hype. Yeah, it looked pretty good. It's on Sci-Fi right now. I watched the first season. It's good. Um, I enjoyed Encanto. I thought it was pretty good. That movie was kind of weird. Like, there's no villain. Yeah, it's not like it's strange for a Disney movie. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, but I, I but good. good, yeah, but good. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, Batman the Audio. He's Alfred in Batman the Audio Adventures. How about that? I haven't listened to that, but I it's on my radar. Um, oh God, Modok on Hulu, which was great. He is arcade in that show. Um, Modok is voiced by uh, Patton Oswalt. My I, so I was flipping through some stuff, and my kids were like, "Hey, Modok!" 
No, I was like, kids. I was like, yeah. this is rated MA. You can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Not for kids. Uh, he's a voice on Solar Opposites, which I think is pretty good. Um, that's by one of the dudes uh, who does the voices on uh, Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, another Disney movie where he's just a random animal voice. He's the voice of Tuck Tuck and Ray, Ray and the Last Dragon. He's the giant like pill bug. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it. That was pretty good. Uh, he yeah, he does tons of voices on Robot Chicken. Uh, oh, he's Clayface on Harley Quinn and the Joker. He plays Clayface as like this like. Very actory actor type of guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Not really how I first I uh, envision uh, Clayface, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he is an actor. You know? Oh, that's right. He was in Basil Fr- Carlo. He was in, yeah. he was in Frozen and Frozen Two. Uh, oh yeah. He's in the Duke of Wesselberg in, in the first Frozen. Something like that. <laughs> Weaselberg. It's Wesselberg. The Tick. Uh, oh, the better one. The one that was. Uh... On Amazon. Mm. His name is Danger Boat? Yes! Yes, he's the voice of, like, there's, like, a Punisher-type character. Named like, Danger this, Boat? No, he has a sentient, like, boat. And, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most tick shit ever. Yeah. The, the, the 20, the one with Peter uh, Serafinowicz yeah. is really good. The the tick. I, I, I highly recommend that. Uh, it's right. He's a, uh, he's, like, a preacher... Like televangelist on Arrested Development. Um, oh, he plays the Green Arrow on Young Justice. I didn't know that. He does a million things. Uh, oh, he was uh, King Candy in uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yes. Yeah, I forget. He is in Deadpool 2. He's him and Matt Damon, are the two rednecks. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like all made up, and they have like a really short like cameo in that. Uh, speaking of Alan Tudyk playing a redneck, Tucker and Dale versus Tucker, Evil. I have not seen that movie in a long time. Oh, I watched uh, it not that long ago. Yeah. Amazing. Alan Tudyk and Tyler the Bean. Yeah. Uh, he was great uh, in his TV series Reaper from like the mid-2000s. You find me something that he's not amazing in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I highly recommend Reaper. It was only on for like two seasons. Um, Ray Wise plays the devil in that. Ray Wise, um, oh god, he was in RoboCop. He's like a I'm trying to think of what the fuck else he was in, but he, he's he plays the devil like mm-hmm. perfectly because he's a dick. Yeah, and he's not like over the top. I remember watching Reaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's just such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Con Man. Do you remember Con Man? Oh yes, yeah. Well, they're about, like they're going to conventions, like comic conventions, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I there was two seasons that of that. There were two seasons of that show. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One, which I think is one of the best Star Wars movies, possibly even like right behind Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the entire just. It's the Dirty Dozen in space. <laughs> like, if you're, I mean, if you're like a hardcore fan of the original movies, just the fucking thirty seconds at the end of that movie where they just unleash Darth Vader oh. and like, because like this was like after years of like Darth Vader being lame. made like a lame, yeah, a lame like kid friendly like piss baby, yeah. <laughs> and then we get Rogue One where he is just mowing dudes <laughs> down like. Slicing people in half with his yeah. lightsaber. Like, just that that just that scene, that 
like I remember being in the theater, just like jaw dropping to the floor. That's that one, like you grab your friend by the fucking shirt. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, because it's just it's black screen. Like, cause they're in the ship. They're in the ship. You see the fucking lightsaber. Just it, before you hear, before you hear the, you hear the breathing. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! And then the lightsaber snaps on, and just it's just carnage, like just bloody, <laughs> disgusting carnage Ugh. as he just mows down these soldiers. Like the fucking hallway scene. Oh. Ah! Just he has the one dude pinned against the ceiling, and then just. Like spins the lightsaber right through him. Yeah. Like, oh my god! It's video game shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like this is the Darth Vader I missed. Like this is yeah. the Darth Vader I need. Yeah. Badass Vader. Yeah. We hadn't had badass Vader in, in so long. Far too long, and they just like out of left field. Like, oh no, that's right. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you remember when he was like the bad He's guy? Frightening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I love like we're as we're listening to the goddamn rain dogs. We're watching that last scene in, in Rogue One. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, still trying to wrap up oh, Alan Tudyk. I mean, like, God. just go watch Serenity. Go watch um, uh, anything he was in. Why don't I remember fucking the Zootopia name of the TV show? Jesus Christ! What? Why don't I remember the name of the TV show? Firefly? Firefly. Holy shit. I Jesus can't believe I smoked Christ. that one away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, drank. I drank that one yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody knows you smoke a ton of weed, Chris. <laughs> nope. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. Everybody knows. No, 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 no. Chris has a job that depends on people not knowing that. <laughs> uh, oh, fucking Justified. He was unjustified, which I have gone on at length about. I cannot recommend Justified enough. Uh, going back to the Timothy Oliphant recommendation from earlier in this episode. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Oliphant as Raylan Givens is like top tier. Like it, it is a modern day Western. Like he, I would put him as like on par with fucking Clint Eastwood as like a Western character. Do, like, okay. Do you remember the movie Rango? Yes. Do you remember the spirit of the West? I never saw Rango. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's the spirit of the West, uh-huh. which is... It, the visual representation is Clint Eastwood. I did not know that it was not voiced by Clint Eastwood. Really? This is Timothy Oliphant. Is it really? Fuck yeah. I, I fucking love Timothy Oliphant. By the way, yeah, go watch Rango. I will say go watch uh, season two of The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. Because he plays a, like... He plays a, a western character. He plays he, a marshal. I believe the words you're looking for is a badass motherfucker. Yeah. He plays... His name's Cobb Vanth. Uh, he's, he's a comic book character first, but he's in the show. He's the dude who gets Boba Fett's armor, basically. He buys it off some Jawas. Yeah. And, like, he's the marshal of, like, this small fucking town. Uh, uh, Most Pelgo is what it's called. Yeah. Um, and, like, he's just all about, like, keeping spice and, like, drugs out of the town. Yep. And... Uh, amazing fucking character in, in both Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. He was... Like, he was kind of the same character he played in Deadwood. Yeah, one hundred percent in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly who he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about Deadwood. But that's another thing he is amazing in. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing he's probably most well aside from Justified, most amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Deadwood is so good. 
again, just the word cocksuckers used like a comma. And that's yeah. Like... <laughs> uh... Oh, man. Timothy Oliphant is great. Woo's fucking problems are not Swidgen's fucking problems. <laughs> uh, God bless you. Yeah, uh, Ian McShane in that show. God is... bless you. Al Swearingen. One of the greatest characters ever. Swidgen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Celestials. Uh, King Candy and Wreck-It Ralph. We're still on Alan Tudyk, who oh, is still God. amazing. Like, I'm not going off him because I'm. he definitely deserves all of the time we're giving to him. Yeah. Um, oh, he played Barry Allen in uh, Brave and the Bold. Oh, yeah. I. That was, like, the weird, like comedic like kind of corny Batman series yeah but did you ever see the last episode of it no will like if you have grown up watching Batman as I have tear your heart out like in a good way oh really because the last like the last scene is basically it's a cartoon show but the last scene is like okay like cut like they treat it like a TV show and like they're breaking down scenery and like he just cut like breaks character he's like hi he's like I'm Batman he's like you know, I've always been here for you. Like, I'm always going to be here for you. No. No. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> like, That's like if fucking Shaggy and Scooby-Doo started addressing me as a person. Yeah. And, I mean, like, it's, like, there's, like, a Batmobile in the background. Like, they just pick it up, and it's, like, a cardboard oh, out. Like, God. Like, moving it away. It's, it's so great. Like... It, like if you're a fan of Bat, if you've grown up watching Batman, watch the last like five, like not even five minutes, last like minute of the Brave and the Bold, the last episode. It's just like I, I'm, you know, this I'm Batman. I will always be here for you. I'm always going to be Batman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what I want to do is watch cartoons and ugly cry at the yeah. same time. Oh man, Dollhouse was almost a good show. Yeah, it was so close to being good. And the less said about Joss Whedon, I guess, the better. Whatever. Ugh, what a terrible, terrible person who made some great art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a voice in Halo 3. 310 to Yuma. I don't remember him in that. In 310 to Yuma? Me yeah. neither. It's on my watch list on HBO. I know I saw it. But, like, I, I need to watch it again. I remember that's... the sound of a man being stabbed in the throat with a fork. <laughs> that's the most memorable part of that movie. One of the, the rare cases where the remake uh, lives up to, if not exceeds, the original. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely need to watch that again. Yeah. Especially when it comes to westerns. Like, yeah. you're either going to really do it well or really fuck it up. I just watched... Like, uh, the Magnificent Seven was... A good re- Sunday, oh, excuse me, remake. Sunday, I just watched The Searchers for the first time. So good. Fucking amazing movie. So good. Amazing movie. You, you like John Wayne? I don't have much like exposure to John Wayne. Like I like it wasn't like <clears throat> some it, like, he wasn't somebody that was like really like stressed for me like growing up. Yeah. Before. If I had to give you in particular a recommendation for a John Wayne movie. I would say the the sons of Katie Elder. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know, I've heard of that one. Before. That's uh, John Wayne, and uh, Dean Martin was in that as well. I know you're a Dean Martin guy. Yeah, absolutely, Dino. Dino, um, but yeah, like I, I mean, it's one of those movies like I know is a good movie, like critically speaking. Yeah, uh, it's one like I know I'm gonna like this movie. I've just never seen it until now, and then yeah. it's 
I mean, it's amazing. It's, movie. it's a top notch. He's such movie. a bastard in that movie. Yeah, you can't like. He's still charismatic somehow. Like, yeah, you know. Yep. He just wants to murder his niece because she lived with Indians, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's dirty now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch the Searchers. It's on HBO Max. Like, I. If you're if you're a movie buff, like it is, it's homework. But, I own it on DVD. Yeah, it's homework, <laughs> but not like homework that you're gonna hate doing. Like, yeah, you need to see the Searchers. It's a gr- just a great adventure movie. I mean, like. The story, I mean, is amazing in itself, but just the scenery in that movie, like, yeah, oh yeah, holy lord, it was on a new level, like, especially for the time. Yeah, um, and I was I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, who the fuck was talking about? I don't remember. But they were talking about how all of these movies in the seventies were influenced by the Searchers. There's all these little nods mm-hmm. to the Searchers, even in Star Wars. The scene where Luke comes home and finds his aunt and uncle dead and like burning is straight out of the Searchers. It's yeah. in the, like almost shot for shot from the Searchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the same thing, John Wayne comes home and finds fucking his family, you know, murdered and the whole place on fire. Yeah, that movie is so important to um, cinema history. Fuck, what movie was it? But they were saying, like, you have to, like, a good thing to do is to watch The Searchers. It was Patton Oswalt. That's who was saying it. Uh, and then watch Taxi Driver right after because it's the same movie. It's him, like, upset, you know, instead of his niece in Taxi Driver, he's obsessed over Sybil Shepard. No. I don't know. He they, they talked about it. Like, it's it matches up pretty fucking. Yeah? Deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that whole movie is like a nod to The Searchers he was talking about. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because he's talking about, like, you know, I have to save her from, like, these savages and, like, fucking all this shit. Like, well, because he wasn't obsessed with Sybil Shepherd in that movie. In Taxi Driver? Yeah. Yes, he was. Well, well okay, w- which one was he more obsessed with? Her or Jodie Foster? Well, yeah, that that that's a, that's a thing. that can, That's an argument that can be made, I guess, yeah. He called you a little piece of chicken. I don't know I said that in, like, a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> oh, sport. <laughs> Harvey Keitel, who is just awesome. It's amazing. And not afraid to whip his dick out in a movie. Either. Nope. <laughs> you can uh, come in her face, come in her tits. You can come in her ass if you want to. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, last up, we have Jake Labotz. Uh, he is in this movie very briefly, but I, I brought him up because we have a, a tangential connection uh, to the show, uh, to Jake uh, from the show to Jake Labotz. Uh, past guest Tomic Waters, uh, who was on our Hellraiser episode, has mm-hmm. done. Uh, he's animated and directed two episodes. Uh, excuse me, two music videos uh, for Jake uh, over the past couple of years. Um, Jake's in this movie very briefly. He is a um, he's a Confederate Bull like, Run private. Yeah, he, the, the, when they show the Battle of Bull Run, yeah, it's like the it's like a general and like he's talking to the general, like saying like we got to do this, we got to do this. Okay, and like he gets shot like immediately. Um, he uh, Tom has done two videos for him over the past couple of years. Tom and his wife Colleen, um, their production company has done two videos for him uh, over the past couple of years. The first one was Hobo on a Passenger Train, um, which I th- want to say was like maybe 2019 or 2018 around there. Uh, and the second one was Hey Bigfoot, which was a couple of years ago, maybe like 2019 or 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them outstanding videos. Go check them out on YouTube or you know wherever you can find them. 
Uh, YouTube. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're gonna find <laughs> that's the only the only place you can find music videos now. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but go check it out. Uh, you know, friend of a friend of the show, uh, Jake Labatz. Uh, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in the, one of the most recent Rambo movies, not the uh, the most recent one, but the one where he's in Burma. Like the first like reboot from was it twenty two thousand eight it looks two thousand eight Burma's war zone Burma's war zone I'm not gonna lie I fucking love that movie <laughs> I love the new one it was so bad it's like Home Alone for like oh John Rambo yeah 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 or, or uh, no 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 Last Blood Last, Last Blood. Blood yeah yeah <laughs> fuck like it's Fox News Home Alone basically like <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see. Some of the other stuff Jake was in. Uh, he was in the True Detective series on HBO, which uh, the first season was great. I hadn't seen the second one. Yeah. I hear it's not as great. Like, it's it's not the fault of anybody that's in the show, but, like, the writing was weak, I guess. Just com- like, compared to the first season of that show, which was, like, so just astronomically good uh it's probably the darkest tv show i've ever seen in my fucking life yeah very dark uh and then like the second season just it wasn't as good as that so like naturally people are are like shit on it like yeah uh he was on gilmore girls all right uh he's in the movie ghost world too uh that was a good movie with um thora birch and scarlett johansson steve buscemi steve buscemi yeah 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 That uh, that was a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a very long time. Yep. Uh, but that will finally do it at two and a half hours in on the episode. <laughs> for the better known as fortune. Yeah. Uh, I don't we we have no we have no There's crap no crapshoot. Yeah, we crap shoot having this entire fucking episode. And I'm not just saying that because I want to watch the fight that's probably gonna start in a few minutes, but Yeah. <laughs> no, you've You've had crap shot throughout this entire episode. Yeah, we 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 definitely got off track, but um, I mean, this movie was really fun. Yeah, I I, I really really recommend this movie. If um, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. If yeah. you haven't seen it in a while, check it out again. Give it like, a second chance. I did not like this movie when I originally saw it, and I I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, maybe you just needed to give it time to breathe. You know, like get away from exactly the, what it was. get away from the source material. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh man. Yeah, there like there's no there's no substance. It's all It's all out there. It's on it's, screen. It, yeah, like, yeah. It's right there. It's just there's no like deeper meaning to it's be. It's just found. stupid fun. Yeah. Like it's stupid fun. It's a president that you know killing vampires. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you know what? Give me like Teddy Roosevelt killing werewolves. I'll love that too. I am so there yeah. for that movie. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. I definitely want. I want that. I want it so bad. Uh, all right, folks. I I really think this is a good place to wrap it That's up. Pro- it probably we, is. We, we yeah, we've gone so far astray from our topic. But again, that is not a uh, a a slight against the Abraham Lincoln vampire. No, we just we just happen to be excited to be talking about bullshit and a little tipsy. Well, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, guys, check out our website, www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com. Um, please email us just anything, like fucking random bullshit. Thoughts, uh, recipes, critiques, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, beer recommendations, movie beer, recommendations. Definitely beer recommendations, yeah. Uh, you got a movie you want us to watch, 
uh, send it to us at bigdumbmonsters at gmail.com. If you are part of the Twitter machine, uh, hit us up at dumb underscore monsters. And if you want to find us on Facebook, that's Big Dumb Monsters Pod. And if you are on Slasher, the all horror social media, we are Big Dumb Monsters Podcast. Oh, excuse me. Please be sure to check us out on Instagram as well at big underscore dumb underscore monsters. And also check out our YouTube YouTube, yes. YouTube. Go yep. check out the YouTube channel. Uh, check out our YouTube. I give up. <laughs> I fucking give up. I think it's called YouTube. That is the word I would like to use. Go check out our YouTube channel, the Big Dumb Monsters channel. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been there. We've we've gotten some we got some good traffic going to that channel. Yeah. Um, like, rate, review, and all that good shit on any, any platform that you find the show on. If there's a thumbs up or a star you can give us. Give us one. Give yeah, us, because give us a couple. any any good ratings that you give us on on those platforms uh, allows other people to find the show, and you know then maybe other people will listen and like the show. Exactly. And they tell two friends. And they tell two friends. And so on. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, we are going to get the hell out of here. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye. I really got a WD-40, this chair.